hungry. Me too. Let's make a pizza. Okay. From New York City. Oh, This is Dead Rat Pizza. Who doesn't love pizza? <laughs> Shit, Ryan. It's dead rat pizza. I need to get my shit together. I am eating right now because my roommate, right as we went live, she's like, I made fries from scratch. I put some in a bowl for you. And I just can't turn that down. Uh, we also do have to do a shot. I forgot to tell everybody that we are live, so nobody's here yet. Uh, so cheers to no one. Cheers, Ryan. Cheers. Woo! How have you been, Ryan? I'm all right, man. I'm alive. Yeah? So, yeah. Should you not be? Well, I mean, it depends on who you ask. You notice I'm stalling right now so I can eat the fries? It's kind of a loaded question, if I'm being honest. (laughs) You made me wait for 23 minutes today before we started the podcast. Were you raiding? No. Were you I just uh, wanted to do something. Okay. I don't, yeah. Well, I, I'm almost done with these french fries. Mmm. Mmm. Yes. Mmm. French fries good. <laughs> yes. We've been uh, cooking homemade food a lot more. Yeah, because of the virus. Can't go out and get Taco Bell right now. Well, I guess I could. Have you seen some of the commercials that these restaurants and like car companies are doing right now? Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they're pretty dumb. They're like, hey, I know everybody is like out of work and uh, afraid they're going to die, but don't forget about Burger King in the midst of this yeah, crisis. Bur- you might not be thinking about Burger King, but Burger King's thinking about you. That is one of the ads, I think. It is. Oh my god. It is unbelievable. And like, when did they record these ads? Because all of the film sets shut down. So Uh, where are they shooting these commercials? Well, I mean, as a former business uh, CEO of a company. Yeah. I could tell you that we prepare for pandemics at least years in advance. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Uh, so we are streaming live. Not that anybody's watching. Uh, I'm trying out a new service right now called Restream, and it allows me to stream Dead Rat Pizza to multiple sources so people all over the internet cannot show up to our live event. Wow. And I'm, I'm doing this because, so Anime Lockdown, the original idea was to do it on Twitch, uh, but a few people have asked me, well, what if I don't want to use Twitch? Well, one, I, I don't know what to tell you, because Twitch is free and you don't need to make an account to watch anything, but it made me think like, okay, is there a way to stream to other sources without totally ruining my internet? And uh, this service, in theory, lets me do that. Right now, I'm streaming to Twitch and YouTube. 
and so what you do is you stream your you set your OBS to stream to them and then they copy the stream and send it other places. So it doesn't, it's no additional uh, strain on your internet, which is really cool, but it also doesn't seem to work very well. Well, is the delay hideous? Are we looking at six to seven years? I don't know what the delay is in seconds, but I was doing tests earlier today and I think it's, I think it's less than 30 seconds. Maybe it's like 15, 10 or 15, which is pretty standard uh, from what I'm used to. Uh, One of the coolest things about it, and I don't want to make this sound like I'm shilling for them because I'm actually having a lot of issues with this software. (laughs) It took us like 15 minutes to get it to work before we started, and I don't know how stable it is over multiple hours. Uh, But one thing that is really cool is they have this app called Chat, and it's a chat aggregator. And so I'm able to see the YouTube and the Twitch chat at the same time. It labels where the chat messages are coming from. So it'll put a YouTube icon or a Twitch icon by it. And then I can choose to respond to them both at the same time. I can respond to one or the other. It's great. And that's something that uh, even just using this interface with only one. Uh, streaming service is is really cool because that's something that I've always struggled with with live streams is trying to find a good chat client uh, that's like minimalistic and doesn't crash a lot. And so this this is um, if I don't end up using Restream, I I will probably continue to use their chat app at least. Uh, so there is that. All right, how much are they paying you? They're not paying me anything. I paid $20 to use their service. Actually, uh, fuck. I might be on a trial basis right now. I'm not sure. But it's like $20, $20 a month, or they have like a super crazy version that's like $50 a month. I don't need to stream to more than like two things at a time. So I just got $50 the- $50 a week. I just got the cheapest version of it. Uh, but this is Dead Rat Pizza, deadratpizza.com. No one actually goes to the website. Even fewer people are listening to the show. Uh, I'm going to try something crazy. I realized that it was silly of me to keep releasing these episodes in parts and then releasing them a day apart from each other. So I'm just going to release this as like a three and a half hour podcast or however long it ends up being. All right, that's been the show. See you guys. So (laughs) over the course of one episode, I'm going to get gradually more intoxicated. Uh, so I hope that you like that because I do this for you, Ryan. Uh, a lot has happened in the last week. Uh, anime lockdown has consumed a lot of my life. We now have almost enough panels to do all three days, which is really cool. Uh, I also had a uh, guest reach out to me about wanting to get involved in the convention. It's too, it's too early to announce uh, details about that because uh, we've only shared one email each so far. Uh, or, or no, I've we've both emailed each other and then I responded to the most recent one. Um, but I, I think David it's going to be really cool. I had a DJ reach out to me about doing a rave and then they put me in touch with another DJ so now we might have two nights of raves. Man, what? <laughs> two kids in your... 
desire to party as if you were social animals. You could, you, you know, you could call me Rave Master. I'm a real hero Mashima. I think that's his name. Yeah. You might want to just be careful with the syllables there, my dude. What what what's wrong with the syllables? I'm just saying you could be misheard. Is what I'm saying. Oh no! What did <laughs> I don't know what's happening? Did that accidentally sound like something racist? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> I, um, Jesus! Right, look, I just say it. it uh, maybe it's me. I heard you say you could call me Rape Master. <laughs> oh, Rape. Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant that I mispronounced Hiromashima. No. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how that could be misconstrued in any way. Uh, no. <laughs> no, Rape Master. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I got to find my outline. I've I've got like 15 windows up right now, and I ended up hiding my outline on accident. So now I don't know what we're going to talk about. Uh, oh, <laughs> so one of the first things on my list is about a friend of mine who, uh, let's call him Bob, because I don't want to put him on blast. I know that some people don't like when you talk about them on your podcast, where you make dick jokes and do shots. Sir. Uh, so my friend Bob, this actually happened a couple years ago, uh, but I, I remembered the story very recently. Bob came to me, and uh, Bob told me that he was going to become a vegan. That's oh. fine. Being a vegan is, I don't care what you eat. I'm a vegetarian for all intents and purposes, so I'm not going to judge somebody for wanting to remove animal products completely from their diet. Uh, but Bob, I think, misunderstood what vegan meant. Uh, because in the same sentence, Bob ordered uh, uh, two orders of chicken wings at the bar. Maybe he meant vegan later, like <laughs> after this. Well, I'm just sitting here and I'm like, you just told me you were going to become vegan and now, you, now you're ordering 10 chicken wings? That's not how it works, my dude. He's like, oh, no, no, it's my cheat day. <laughs> like, you can't have a cheat. Vegans don't have cheat days. And vegans especially don't have cheat days on the first day of being a vegan. I don't know. It kind of sounds like shit straight from a sitcom. I don't know. <laughs> and, then, and then we're out, uh, we're out having a cigarette. I don't smoke now. Not often, but at this time I was smoking regularly. We're out having a cigarette, and he pulls out a vape. And I'm like, Bob, you either get to be vegan or you get to vape. <laughs> you don't get to do both of those things, you fucking douchebag. I'm pretty sure vape canisters are made from animal from products. Cats. They might be. I don't know anything about vaping. I just know that it makes you look like an asshole. Oh, yeah. Unless you're vaping weed, then you're cool because I do it. Smoke weed every day. Vape weed every day. Vape. Move. Yeah. Careful distinction. Oh, some of these some of these uh, suggestions I have on my list we talked about last week. Oh, I know why I left this up here. Because uh, so last last podcast I talked about how people used to break into my apartment. Yes. And uh, I I forgot to bring up a few 
key things from that time period in my life. Namely that everything that I owned that was valuable was stolen from me somehow. I had a, a bass guitar that some asshole asked to borrow so he could do band practice one day. He never gave it back. Despite me asking multiple times, I had a multi-track cassette recorder that I lent somebody who then lent that to somebody else. You ever had that happen to you where you let somebody borrow something and then they let someone else borrow it? No. That has happened to me multiple times. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, nah, my friends, damn, we don't know. That's not cool. Not, not explain this. That is how you never see something again. Uh, I've had that happen with video video games. I've had it happen with Blu-rays. I, you know, I've lost two copies of Cowboy Bebop. Wow. Both I mean, of which. I have a problem where like I lent somebody something and then like I stopped talking to them and I don't have those things anymore because it's been forever. <laughs> I mean that that happens too. I've lent Cowboy Bebop to people because I wanted them to experience Cowboy Bebop. And on two occasions, those people did not give it back. I have a third copy of Cowboy Bebop right now. No one's fucking touching it. They can get uh, Hulu if they want to watch Cowboy Bebop. Uh, what else? That happened to the... You remember the... You know, you seem like a storied wrestling video game fan. The very first SmackDown oh. video game I bought. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I lent Came that... in the 1940s. Yes, yeah. in the 1940s. I lent that to my friend James, who then lent that to a guy named Corey. Now I am putting people on blast. Uh, because they wronged no, me. No, this isn't their real name. It's Bob and Bob 2. It's no, Bob Bo 2 and Bob 3. Yes, Bob 2 and Bob 3. Well, that motherfucker, Corey, he stole my Pokemon game and he stole my SmackDown game, so I killed him. No, I didn't really kill him, please. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh. Well, which Pokemon game did he steal? Red. Um, I love, all right. I, yeah, murder is necessary. I love when people say that they're going to kill someone in Minecraft on Facebook because they think that that's going to get get them out of being charged with a criminal threat. Have you seen this before? No, I don't. What are you fucking talking about? This is the thing I'm that back. this is the thing that Ed's Lords will do on social media. They're like, "You better watch yourself, motherfucker, or I'm going to kill you." Parentheses in Minecraft. <laughs> it's like fuck off. Because you know that if they actually kill the person, that's not going to hold up in court. I guess the bigger concern is that they kill the person. <laughs> Maybe yeah, not what they um, posted on social media before they did it, but... I've got a number of questions. <laughs> so, multiple but, things were stolen from me. Do you actually have questions, or are you just joking? No, I just... <sighs> Why Minecraft? Is that just like the go-to game to like virtually kill somebody? Well, they might also say in Fortnite. It doesn't. The video game doesn't matter, Ryan. I could threaten to beat your ass in SmackDown versus Raw. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but yo, what if you like threaten to like uh, jihad somebody's um, fucking house in Minecraft? Yeah. 
What if I find them and fall out and st- and kidnap their dog? Is yes. That a, is that a thing you can do? I don't know, but you know, <laughs> I'm gonna you'll figure get it out. Keanu Reeves on you. Uh, I had multiple guitar pedals stolen. I had somebody steal my guitar cable. I had this like twenty foot guitar cable, and then I see them using it. Uh, like I, I go to see a band play, and there's somebody that hangs out at my hangs out at my apartment, and I'm like, "That's my fucking cable, you asshole!" I just pulled it out of their amp. Like, oh, Justin gave it to me. Yeah, Justin can suck my dick. Uh, and now, Justin is dead. I mean. I don't wish death on anybody, but I, I certainly don't wish him any any favor. I, I yeah. lived with this guy named Justin, and he was an absolute sociopath, like pathological liar. He was a good friend of my friend Mike, and that's how he ended up in the apartment because they grew up together. And he always would do Justin favors, but Justin would always stab him in the back, whether it be you know, uh, stealing a video game or literally stealing his mom's car. Numerous stories over the years. And so we're living with Justin and he's kind of a pain in the ass. He keeps using my computer without permission. You know, he's taken some of my stuff. He's not paying rent. So finally we're like, we need to kick Justin out. We make Mike do it. Finally, he kicks Justin out. Then Justin goes and lives in a tree house. Justin's actually the one that ended up with my cassette recorder. That son of a bitch. Damn you! You can tell I'm not mad about that anymore. Uh, but so Mike somehow Justin talks him into letting him move back in, and I don't know why that wasn't an apart an apartment decision, and it was instead just a Mike decision. But that's just kind of like how we rolled in that apartment. Like we would get roommates and not tell anybody. Uh, um, it was not a, how that <laughs> yeah. I've lived in a lot of situations like that where we would just get roommates and not run it by anyone else. Wow. Uh, oh, we we do have somebody in the chat now. Uh, Nerdx Life says streaming on Twitch now. Yeah, I'm trying it out. I've I've had this Twitch channel for a while, and I just I never use it for anything. And I want to do some uh, streaming tests and see if they work and also see if this application, uh, chat application that I'm using works. Uh, it must be working because I can see you and see that you posted on Twitch. So that's really cool. <laughs> uh, so Justin was a piece of garbage. Uh, th- there was a day I, I brought up camping uh, a couple weeks ago and we never actually talked about camping. So I've only been camping a few times in my life. Uh, One of the times was in my backyard with my mom and presumably my stepdad and my brother and sister. I don't remember a lot of the details. Presumably. Well, I'm sure it wasn't just some random guy and some random kids, but (laughs) we don't, you know, I don't know. Uh, All I remember is laying in 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 the backyard listening to Ace of Base. And uh, I asked my mom about that recently because I thought, like, why did we camp in the backyard? Like, was our house being sprayed for bugs or something? And I thought, like, maybe this was some story that I worked up in my head. No, we we just wanted to try camping in the backyard. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's like a family thing. You're not aware of this? Is it? Yeah, I mean, 
I, certainly I'm not crazy, but that's been a, like, I, I've done that. Like, hey, we want to camp. I want to sleep in dirt. Yeah, okay. Like a kid thing. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, man. it was I'm cool. Surprised. We didn't make it through the night. We went inside halfway through the night. I, I think it started storming. There was another night that I asked my mom about because there was a day where we all ate ice cream for dinner. And for a long time, I thought that's because we were so poor we didn't have food. And that was oh the only God. thing we had. And I've told that story to people. And I asked her and she said, no, I just thought it'd be a cool idea. <laughs> ruining my, my date stories. But anyway... Your dates, are they really interested in like how, much <laughs> how poor I was? Um, so I've, I've only been camping a few times. One of the times I went camping, I lived in this apartment with Justin. Uh, I was camping with uh, a girlfriend at the time uh, who, if you've listened to every podcast I've done over the last 10 years, she was in the fourth episode ever <laughs> of anything that I've done. Oh my god. She's only I, been in like two things, so that's how people would remember her. If you remember episode four of a podcast I did in two thousand eight, that was the girlfriend I went camping with. I'm pretty sure you've mentioned her like a million times. I've yeah, she's come up a lot. Uh we hung out briefly when I was in Minnesota. Uh but I, we we were camping with her and one of her friends' families and her best friend at the time's boyfriend. Um, one thing that was kind of terrifying is, so we, we took this major road on the way to the camping site and then like, we found out that that same day that road collapsed, but we just happened to not be on the part that collapsed in a time that, you know, in a timely fashion. Wow. You got pretty lucky, bro. Uh, so before we went camping, uh, we had, I had to pay rent because I was going to be gone for like a week. And, uh, for whatever reason, we decided that Justin was the most responsible person to leave the rent money with this sociopath who has had a history of stealing and, uh, you know, stealing cars, grand theft auto. It's not just a video game. It's based off a real no. crime. Wow. Yeah. You learn. Well, surprise. He stole a rent and bought drugs. <laughs> And wow. the landlord tried to evict us, but because we didn't have a real lease, she couldn't really, like, I get this, I get because I'm terrified, I get this text, like, they're trying to evict us because Justin spent the rent money on drugs. And uh, I get home after all of this, and I've talked to, because one of the people that we were staying with is, like, a superintendent. He's like, they can't just... They can't just kick you out the next day. They have to, you know, he taught me about the legal uh, method of how all that goes down. And then I come back and they show me the eviction notice and it's written on a piece of notebook paper. I'm like, you guys are fucking morons. This is not an eviction notice. Wait, now, wait, what? It's not real? It was handwritten on notebook paper. That's You can't evict somebody... It has to be a legal document, and 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 you have to. It needs to be presented with a police officer present. Okay. Every time I see that happen, come up in like TV shows, it's just like posted on the door when the character comes home. Or yeah, whatever. it's because it's TV. But an actual eviction, it's a legal process. You know, you're you're filling out a legal document to make the person vacate, 
and and a, and an officer needs to be present, probably so the person doesn't beat the shit out of the landlord, would be my <laughs> guess. Uh, but I looked at this like, oh my god, you guys are out of control. And then presumably, Justin sold the drugs and got money because then rent got paid, like a few days later. <laughs> Did he? It all worked out in the more? end. What? I don't know. I moved out. After after that, I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I cannot be around you lunatics. So I moved back in with my mom for a, a brief period. Well, at least you're not still there. Yeah, now I now I live in the Corona capital of the world, so that's great. Um, oh, that was a cool sound. But uh, uh, <laughs> You know, one time I went camping just for fun. That was weird. Wow, yeah, that is weird. Who does <laughs> things for fun? I also camped for an air show. That was a, that was a good time. For somebody that hates being outside, I really don't mind camping. Like, I don't like bugs. I don't like dirt. I don't like not having a shower accessible. I forgot to turn the light off in my room. Alexa, turn off bedroom. Alexa, fuck. Didn't work. No, she's probably upset that I yelled it at her. Alexa, turn off bedroom. Thank you. Oh man, there we go. I always tell Alexa thank you because I'm afraid that she's gonna get me. Yeah, well, I mean, so keep track of all these times in the uh, robot wars. Look, man, you don't. Yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. I do not want to die by the hands of an alarm clock. Well, um, good news. They don't actually have hands unless they like put hands on themselves. They so. could. My, my roommate right now is watching the episode of Rick and Morty where the dogs rise up and make mech suits. That could yeah. happen. Well, okay. I mean... <laughs> 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 uh, yeah the chat understands nerdx life says in the robot uprising you'd be spared she'd say you know what we have to kill all humans but that guy always thanked me when i turned the lights on enough so i'm gonna do that one quick and painlessly okay so you still die i'll still get well because she can't look man we may be friends but if she doesn't kill me, they're going to kill her. It's one or the other, dog. Like, um, I have more than one Alexa model. The one in the kitchen isn't as nice to me. Uh, I was going to say, I like this one more. She's prettier. I do. The one, the one that I use in my bedroom is so great. I use her every night. That oh. could sound sexist out of context. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she turns my lights on and off. And the one oh, in the yeah, kitchen won't even play Nickelback for me when I ask nicely. Yo, look at this photograph, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's me being executed. <laughs> Damn. Uh, you know, I'm still getting emails from Dinky One. <laughs> yeah, Dinky One. <laughs> so, did you get any um, people who are interested, though? Well, don't I? I don't. Know, you're probably tuning me out by the time we got to Dinky One. <laughs> um, Mostly, yes. So, Dinky One, if you recall, you can't message anybody without paying. <laughs> yes, that's right. And so, <laughs> every day I get it's like you got a new Dinky message. 
It's called Dinky Message? <laughs> I don't know. But it's like I can't respond to Karen because I'm not paying $25 to tell her the size of my penis. <laughs> and what's great is like I also get messages from big ones, but because I didn't make a profile on big ones, I I, I get like some of the spam messages are the same and they just swap out big ones for dinky ones. Wow. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. So that is happening in my life. Choices with your life. I've made really great choices. Uh, did you know they're making a Streets of Rage game? Yes. I did not know this. I love Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage Two is one of my favorite video games of all time, Ryan. Uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, I like the music. Yuzo Koshiro, I think. Fortunately. Fortunately, I haven't had to put it on a chopping block for which video games don't get to exist. Uh, but I saw people complaining about Streets of Rage 4. They said that it looks like it's going to be bad. But I was just thrilled that it exists. You know, uh, in regards to, like, the pick three, the others don't exist, I had a thought in my mind where, like, you pick from nine of your favorite things oh. and you get to... Choose which one you get to relive for the first time, and which and which ones you. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say we have to pick uh pick one that doesn't exist from the Sega Smash Pack on the Dreamcast. We know it'd be Vector Man. I don't need that. Oh, uh, but I mean, I have memories of Vector Man, man. I have memories of it too. Memories of it sucking. <gasps> oh my god take that back you mu- okay although you know if anything do you remember the sega smash pack i think it was like sonic it was sonic one or two it had virtua cop i believe it had golden axe streets of rage one or two vector man and uh oh what's the other game was it comic zone Comic Zone, I think, was on it. I think you're right. Uh, but then there's another side-scrolling beat-em-up that was really hard, and you play, like, Greek gods. It's not Golden Axe. Altered Ex. Beast? Altered Beast. Yeah. Altered Beast would go. Well, yeah, Altered Beast. I, I also have memories of that, but not pleasant ones. Me and my brother beat that game because I think the Smash Pack let you use like cheat codes or something somehow i uh, maybe it was an xbox release somehow i got that game again even though i hate it but we had unlimited continues and so oh, we yeah. beat you, altered beast you could do that like in the original sega version too or you could at least skip the stages because i know i beat that as a kid jesus and, and i i remember actually like being scared of the game because the guy's evil laugh scared me <laughs> I liked yeah. kicking the elves in Golden Axe. Like, they're just trying to steal our vittles. They don't need to get um, fucking a boot up their ass, do they? Boot? What if, what if they weren't trying to steal our shit? This might be me stealing a Dave and Joel bit. What if they were there to sell us that chicken and we just stole it from them? You know... Cause like I have no concept of how chicken 
exists in Golden Axe. So. Yeah, they've just got a fully cooked chicken on a plate, <laughs> on a plate in their knapsack. But like, you know, because I didn't have chicken before the elf was there, but suddenly they're stealing it from me. I don't buy that. Yeah, that's not how that works. You don't. <laughs> you can't have something stolen from you that you don't possess. Right? I don't think so. Something I don't possess, Ryan, 35,000 Twitter followers. Yeah, what the fuck, JP? I, I've i been thinking about this a lot lately because I have nothing better to do. I sit on my phone a lot. Today, this is one of the most embarrassing things I've done. I was on Twitter on the computer and said, okay, that's enough Twitter. Shut the Twitter app down on the computer without thinking. Opened up Twitter Opened on up. my phone. And I said, fuck my ass. What am I doing? And I put the phone down, went back to my computer, and the first thing I did was pull up Twitter. Yep, you're you're, you're a slave to your habits, my bro. It is so problematic. I remember something like that happening. I don't think I had a podcast yet where I was like playing a video game on my computer while listening to a podcast and watching anime. And it's like, what are we doing? Uh, uh, but so one thing that I've noticed with Twitter and I don't know if you're as active as I am cause you no, don't usually respond to my messages, what? Uh, but oh, there's, okay. there's these accounts that just have like 50,000 followers who just tell jokes every day. I'm uh, fine with jokes. I like jokes. I'm not saying that these accounts are bad, but they don't seem to have any identity. They don't have a website. They don't have anything in their bio. Their picture is always something stupid, and their name is usually something even stupider, like Internet Hippo. Oh. Well, okay. I hate stuff like that, but I thought you were going to go like any of the out-of-context Twitter things that exist nowadays. Oh no, no, those 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 make sense to me. I'm talking about actual people running accounts. Like, how did they get popular? Did they buy a bunch of ads? How did this nameless hippo fucker ju- just get popular? Like, were they there on day one of Twitter? Because I see accounts like this all the time, and what's really frustrating is I'll make a joke on Twitter and it won't hit. And then two weeks later, I'll see one of these fucking stupid comedian accounts, but they're not even like comedians. They're just Twitter funny people. They'll make the same joke and get like 10,000 retweets. Bitch! I gotta get that threat soft. I've seen this um, happen more than once. And I don't think they're stealing jokes from me. That's not the implication I'm making. It's just that we're making the same joke. Yours is taking off and mine isn't. So what, what happened? Well, um, I don't know, man. If I was a Twitter expert, you think I'd still be down? Look, my original Twitter account, Morendo, yeah, still has more followers than Broen. <laughs> okay, dude, and I haven't touched that in years. So does right? the Fightbait account. That one had. I mean, it's coming down because people are getting annoyed by all the dead rat pizza retweets. But the original Fightbait account almost had a thousand followers. I have not gotten even halfway there with any other accounts since. Uh, well. Uh, Rosa said, 
The internet hippo usually says smart things. I assume that's Rosa. I'm having to guess what people's names are uh, because it's all their Twitch handles, and I'm having trouble remembering. Yes, like this, this person named I am Rosa XX two zero says. <laughs> it is Rosa. Well, and like I'm, I'm fairly certain I know who NerdX Life is because I talk to him on Twitter a lot, but I can't remember his actual name because I'm a bad friend, and I'm sorry. But that's uh, where we're at right now. I want to say it's Matt. I'm sorry if it's not Matt. Well, I mean, it's Mark. I bet <laughs> Mark. Uh, but but we've got these these Twitter accounts. They're driving me nuts. You know, like two weeks ago, I saw the Final Fantasy VII Butterfinger ad that just it's just Cloud looking at a giant Butterfinger and it says "Buy Butterfinger." And I thought that yeah. was so funny, and I posted that, and nobody laughed. Two weeks later, somebody else posts the exact same picture, and they got like 300 retweets. <laughs> like, fuck! Well, the thing I saw with that was, this is Bart Simpson now. Feel old yet? That one's funny, too. That's not even the one I'm talking about. But I, I, it is funny that like that took a while to make its rounds. It just had to get past not popular Twitter first. <laughs> yeah. People got to steal the good bits from the good people. Then, then, wait, are you, you going to... Well, you know, what's, what's crazy, though, is, like, people that were retweeting the other one are people that know me. <laughs> so they saw me make that joke already. And, like, it hits different when she says it. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. off. It's different, bruh. Get out of here. Bruh. But I don't think these Twitter accounts make money. So I don't know. I just, I don't get it. I don't get, I, I submitted a tweet to an account called over a thousand tweets or whatever they were called. The whole idea is that you send them a funny tweet and they'll retweet you to help you get to a thousand followers. I, 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 I won, I guess, cause they retweeted me, but not a single person followed me. No, because you see, the thing is, everybody looking at that account are people who are interested in getting followers. Yes, I um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh no, it is Matt. So, I've won. Damn. <laughs> Rosa said, said your name was Mark for me, Matt. Rosa said I have salted caramel ice cream. Um, that sounds really good. But I did have homemade French fries before everybody showed up, so. Well, fuck you. Oh, you know what? Another this was a really weirdly specific joke that I did. I, I actually I tweeted Shania Twain on this one. I said, "Hey, do y'all remember when at Shania Twain wrote a song that was like, yeah, I guess you're Brad Pitt, but can you fuck good?'" And then, like three weeks later, some comedian that I'm followed following, he did the same joke, but as a video. And it's like, you know, uh, real footage of Brad Pitt hearing the Shania Twain song for the first time. And it gets to that, so you're Brad Pitt. Well, that doesn't impress me much. And then he just goes, oh. And it's like, what are the odds that this, like, fucking song from the 90s, early 2000, 
has a comeback. That one I did think I get got ripped off on. It was like, who else remembers that song? Fuck off, Twitter. Paparazzi. Paparazzi? Illuminati? Paparazzi. Oh, Matt had pizza earlier today. That's that's great. I have a mini DiGiorno in my freezer that I'm saving for the right time. I might just have it on Monday for the season finale of Better Call Saul. House. That show's so fucking good, Ryan. I don't know if you watch TV or if you've heard of non-anime shows. Yeah, I've never watched Breaking Bad ever, never, ever. Better Call Saul's really good. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody because it seems that everybody I know is behind multiple seasons. And yeah, Saul dies at the end. Spoilers! I mean, he might. Uh, there's going to be one more season left. It's a prequel to fucking Breaking Bad, isn't it? It could have. Well, yes and no. It is a prequel, but there are flash forwards in every season that uh, show what happened after Breaking Bad. So presumably that timeline and the uh, past timeline will both get resolved. They'd have to. Uh, It's very, very good. I highly recommend watching it. If you are not caught up and you like the show, I think you should make time to watch it. If you didn't like the show, I don't think it's going to get better for you. Uh, It's not going to get better for Saul either. (laughs) It's only getting worse for Saul, man. The last episode just about gave me a fucking heart attack. Uh, Rosa just sent a tweet or, uh, yeah, a tweet in the chat. It says, this isn't necessarily great content for audio only, but AM radio is scary. Let's see what this is. I know. I'm scared. Oh, this is probably somebody getting electrocuted. What? Uh, Let me, let me turn the audio up on this. Yeah. It's only 48 seconds long. That's all it takes to kill a man. Tower, 50 kilowatt tower. And basically what it is, is the tower itself is the, uh, the, the whole underground is the dish and the tower itself is the feed horn. So when you remove these right here, it's basically electrical current that's running through these. So we're just oh going to God. take this off right here. Jesus. Whoa. What, what the fuck yeah. was that? Oh. Oh, that's terrifying. So what what this what this guy's doing is he has a jumper cable on this uh, tower, and he, when he's pulling it on and off, it's showing a bunch of sparks, and those sparks were producing the sound of the radio station. That is horrifying. How, wait, what? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's some scary shit. Um, Thank you for showing of, me that, yes. Rosa. Um, it may not have been the best for audio only, but I'm glad you sent it. Uh, let's see what else. I do have a lot for us to, uh, talk about. I just, I don't want to front load the whole show with all the best content. (laughs) I want to keep you assholes around for the whole three hours. (laughs) Did you see that the XFL filed for bankruptcy? Yeah, the XFL. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> do you do you even know what that is, Ryan? Uh, the Extreme Federated Lesbians. Yes, uh, the Extreme Federation of Lesbians. They filed for bankruptcy today. 
I I don't know if it was today, but my uh, this is one thing that's great about having an Alexa is that she'll just show you the news and you could say, hey, tell me more about the news. And then she will. Uh, And so one of them is that the XFL filed for bankruptcy. And the reason that I think this is funny is one, Vince McMahon can eat me. He just fired a bunch of wrestlers today, which is really fucked up. They already don't get paid well enough. And he's forcing them to all work during the pandemic when every other sports league is shut down. Um, but now now he's firing his wrestlers and uh, firing all of his uh, football players. So the XFL, they tried to do this in like early 2000s, I believe. It was extreme football. And uh, I think the idea was to have it during the off seasons. Oh, that's right. Doesn't it have like half the size of a regular uh, football field too? I don't. I do not know the details. Uh, but it didn't go well, and it went away. And then he, you know, ten, fifteen years later, he's like, "I'm bringing it back. I'm Vince McMahon. I walk really weird." And then, word for word. And I don't even think they got to start the season. Yeah, because I mean, it's not really extreme football. Until you put landmines in the contacts for it. You know what would have been really extreme? Is if all the players had the Rona. Or if one player had the Rona, but you <laughs> didn't know which one. <laughs> all right. Talk about a game of risk. Yep. Uh, speaking of the Rona, another thing that uh, the, what's it called... Oh, he Matt says you're thinking about AFL in terms of field size. Oh, so a resident okay. sports expert. Uh, so another thing that the Alexa tried to tell me is why millennials should care about the virus. This is a, an official CDC announcement now. My is, is there somebody who me. shouldn't care about the virus? Well, because there's a lot of people that aren't taking it seriously that are going to the beach. That are you know going out it all sorts of crazy. I mean, a lot of it's changed now uh, because now there's a lot stricter regulations. Like in New York now, you cannot go outside without a mask. It's it's against wow. the rules. They're not fining people yet, but it could get to that. <clears throat> so what do they do then? Do they just yell at you? I, I guess so. There it it it's going to take a couple days because they're giving people time to get a mask, but then mm-hmm. by the end of the week, that's going to be a rule. Uh, and, and so this ad, it's like why millennials should care about the coronavirus. And what's really frustrating, and I've, I've seen other people post this, and I, I didn't really care about it until I saw this ad. People have been using the term millennials for a, for a bit too long. It's overstayed its welcome. Because at this, well, point, yes. <laughs> at this point, all the fucking millennials are in their 30s. You know, we're married, we have kids, I don't have either of those. We have houses, I don't have one of those either. Um, You know, we're out of college. We're not the fucking problem. The problem is all the people in college now, all the high schoolers, they think they're invincible. I don't know what generation we're calling them. Gen Z, maybe? um, I I don't know about that, but I would like to say that my brother is most definitely not part of the problem. I, d- I just, it's it's ridiculous that we're still getting blamed for everything. <laughs> but it's like, nah, dude, I'm staying inside. I'm being good. Verted Blade is asking where my mask is at. I actually had a friend 
who made me a mask and is sending it in the mail. It has not shown up yet. I was actually like turning an old cup into a mask. Nice. So I when I went grocery <laughs> shopping, I put on a scarf and a bandana and it was so so hard to breathe that I almost passed out in the grocery store. It yeah, wasn't um, wasn't great. Aren't there like see cuz I don't I'm no mask expert. Yeah. But you know, I follow some people who are like well, you can't just wear any old mask. You have to wear a so-and-so type of mask if you actually want it to be any layer of effective against COVID or whatever. I'm not a doctor, so I can't well, really comment on that. I know that's shocking. I'm not a doctor. I'm here doing a dick joke podcast in the dark. Um, not the doctor. Wait, no. That, no. My, assume, my assumption is that anything is better than nothing. But there are specific types of masks that are going to be actually protective. My guess is that if I wear a scarf or something, that's I, I, it had like just logically in my brain that has to be better than not wearing anything at all. Well, it, yeah, I agree with you on that. I, that work it works that way in my head too. Well, and it also it's protecting other people because if I cough then I would assume that whatever comes out is going to be less likely to go as far because it has to go through all of those layers. Um, you know, today I accidentally filed for unemployment twice. Yeah. Uh, I have been on unemployment. I am a bum. Uh, but uh, it's it's a relatively easy process in New York. You fill out this application. It takes about an hour. And then uh, every week you log in and you fill out, it's like a 10 question survey to say whether or not you've gone back to work. Right. <laughs> Matt says the N95 masks don't work if you have a beard. Those masks fog up my glasses so I can't wear them. My friend made me a doctor's mask with a filter in it. Hopefully uh, that works a little better for me. In regards to beards, my razor is broken and I have a very horrible beard that I wish... <laughs> get rid of right now nice no it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> i'm assuming the mask she's making me is good because she is a nurse and she knows okay. what materials they're supposed to be made of uh so i i applied for the normal new york unemployment this was before the care act was passed uh, and i was approved which is great because i'm probably not going to be working until june um <laughs> yeah it's really great uh, fortunately I do have some money saved up, but also just the, the additional money is helping. So we're going to be able to pay rent. We still have money for food. I'm not, not really that concerned, uh, which is a very fortunate place to be, uh, especially if you've listened to these podcasts in the past where I was begging for money so I could buy groceries the next day. Uh, so begging people to buy Bulbasaur t-shirts. I wasn't begging. I was recommending. I thought that was a cool shirt, but I also, I think I got a commission if people bought it. Yeah. And then yeah, my shirt never showed up. Yeah. I remember. I don't, you know, with all these motherfuckers begging people to uh, join their Patreons and their OnlyFans, I don't need you to shame me for telling someone to buy a shirt in the past <laughs> where I might get a 5% commission. No, I just thought that was funny. But also, I was wrong because I hate your patrons. 
Fuck. Inverted Blade uh, asks, have I gotten a stimulus check yet? Uh, I have not. Um, and I probably won't because I, I, I don't think I... I don't think my income is within the range to uh, receive a check. I'm not sure. What is... Do you need to be making a... You can't be making a certain amount? Is that the idea? Yeah, there's there's an amount. I mean, it, I think it's based on your 2018 tax return. I don't remember what I made in 2018. Um, Matt says, I just applied for the Rona unemployment, and I guess they had to call me. That's the one I'm talking about. So they rolled out a new version of, of, un, of unemployment that I got confused when I went to file today and I accidentally applied to the new one, even though I was already accepted to the old one, I clicked the wrong link and I thought I had to fill everything out again. So now I'm probably going to get a phone call saying that I'm a moron because once I found the correct website, it's like you uh, should not have done that. <laughs> but here's the whole, the whole reason that I brought all of this up is because it is called the pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program, also oh, known as PUA, which is the same acronym for pickup artist. Oh. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have my rap air horn uh, present, but uh, I'll replace that in post. So, What you, was that supposed to be? Was uh, that supposed to be the air horn? That was supposed to be the air horn. Anybody that listens after the fact will actually hear the air horn, though. I have an app. I have a friend. He's making me cables to where I'll be able to just blast all these sound effects directly from my phone soon. So don't you worry. You used to love the soundboard, JP. I know. Six years ago. Here's the ham horn. There we go. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, I do still love the soundboard. I just never set it up. And now I want to be able to hit it on a... hit it on an iPad. And so, blah, ah, I just got hair in my mouth. What well, I, yeah. I welcome I, to my world. Yeah, I live with cats and uh, I don't hate cats, but somehow their hair it sheds up into the air and it gets onto my microphone uh foamy boy, the foam daddy, if you will. Bro, you live with cats? I've been living with cats my whole life. I've been living with them most of my life, but I didn't have microphones when those cats were around. But so this fucking microphone, I have to clean it every week. And every week it gets covered in cat hair somehow, despite the fact that they don't go in my room. I am bald, Ryan. So it's yes, not I, my I, hair. I know. And I just ate cat and, hair. This well, I'm sorry to hear that, but you know... How I was talking about my beard and causing me sit. Well, you just eating that? That it's it's really fucking annoying, man. <laughs> I shaved today because I was going to be on camera and I didn't want everyone to see how bad I let my neck. People talk about neck beards. I let that happen. I had like a half inch of hair on my neck. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah ryan's probably yeah. got two yeah uh let's see what else do i have on here so we're approaching an hour but i i think i I've, I've lost track of when we actually started because we had so many false starts i do want to talk oh. about final fantasy 7 at length 
but I think that that might be best for the second half of the show. Now that I'm not going to be releasing these as parts, I don't know if it really matters when I start talking about things, but I know that I'm going to have to pee soon, and I don't want to do it in the middle of Final Fantasy VII talk, Ryan. You know, I haven't played it, but I've got a lot of friends who have... Uh, I, I demanded that they spoil. I'm not going to... That's it for me? Here's... No, 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 no. Okay, I'm not, I'm not saying that's what's going to I'm do. not going to... I've got a couple things that I need to say. Inverted Blade says, don't you spoil me. This game no, came out no, 23 no, no, no. years ago. Okay, but yes, in his defense, if you've played the game, you understand that there are things that can be spoiled. I do. Okay. I'm not going to talk about what happens at the end of disc one. Oh my God. Shut up. That's fine. It's not going to come up. But <laughs> I just, how do you, you know? Do you know at the end of the Bible, Jesus died? You told you did that joke to me the other day. <laughs> I kept saying spoilers about Jesus. Uh, okay, or Inverted Blade clearly already knows what happens. Uh, we don't get that far in the first uh, installment of the game. Uh, well, okay. I'm, trying, I'm not saying it out loud, but everybody that listens to this knows what happens. Same like everybody knows what happens in Gurren Lagann. Uh, well, but if you haven't heard, ah, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you, please. Continue. So, at uh, no, the the first installment, I haven't finished it, but what I've read is that the first installment ends when you escape Midgar, which is what yeah, we were guessing sense. was going to happen. Yes. Um. So that it seems like a logical place for it to end. It's it's about as long as a as a normal game. Which is uh, good and bad in different ways, and I'll talk about that more in detail uh, when I actually get into that segment. Uh, something I am wondering, though, is are we going to be playing Final Fantasy VII Remake for the next ten years? Because this game but, took five years to make. Yeah, here's what I, here's, I made this I made this quip. Um, you can either look at how long it took for Kingdom Hearts One to Kingdom Hearts Three came out, or mm-hmm how long it took the Ava rebuilds to come out. And that is probably what you'll see for the Final Fantasy VII remake. Are those 15-year things? Motherfucker, I'm pretty sure 4.0 still isn't out. <laughs> Aren't they arguing about rights, though? Uh, yeah, probably, but the point still stands. Um, so we, we started to talk about the Rona a little bit. And this is, I, I don't have my notes in a logical order, so this is my mistake. Uh, so some of my friends are having coronavirus nightmares. Have you had nightmares mm. since all this has started going on, Ryan? I try not to dream, but definitely <laughs> not about coronavirus, no. I haven't had any about the virus, but I have been having an alarming number number an alarming number of nightmares. Um, one of them involved you, Ryan. Oh, good God. So I dreamt. Oh, and I, I have a note here that I was supposed to have a sound clip ready. I fucked that up. So I'm going to get this sound clip uh, up. We're going to do it live because I guess we have to do it live. <laughs> I mean, kind of did this to yourself i know it's because i didn't 
<laughs> Oops. Uh, okay, so I had a dream that I broke my back. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You my broke back, back is broken. What por- a, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that still works. It's, you know, I didn't get it as fast, but it that still works. So I dreamt that I broke my back. And uh, I had to go to the hospital to get my back checked out. And I remember before I went to the hospital, I met this really cute girl and she was flirting with me as I was washing my hands at some communal bathroom. I don't know. Oh my God. What the fuck? We like both reached for the soap at the same time and we locked no, eyes. No, JP. It was, no. It was great. And then I, I hurt my back and so I had to go to the hospital and you were there. And so I'm in the hospital and I get my back fixed, presumably, because I'm able to able to leave the hospital. But as I'm leaving the hospital and you're there, too. The hospital uh, is blown up or it starts on fire. (laughs) So I'm able to get out of the hospital and then (laughs) I watch it burn down and I turn around Or I say something like, man, that sure was scary, wasn't it, Ryan? (laughs) Ryan? (laughs) Ryan? (laughs) (laughs) I spend the rest of the dream trying to find out what happened to you, but because my back is broken, I can't, you know, I can't, like, do it as, as to my full strength, like... I'm trying to like search for you in the rubble, but my back hurts, so I can't. Oh, it was, you know. And then I woke up and my back hurt, so that wasn't great either. Well, at least I wasn't in a hospital explosion. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know. Well, and then I posted on Facebook. I was like, guys, has anybody seen Ryan? I haven't seen him since the hospital blew up. And everybody started posting Rip Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Like they just decided like, we're not even going to look for him. I've already, I've already like, we've already made arrangements for the funeral. It's easier this way. We don't have to buy a, uh, a casket. (laughs) We don't have to pay for embalming. We're just going to put a picture of him on a podium and cry for a while and then move on with our lives. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was the worst. Well, uh, at least you tried to save me in your dream, I guess. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know that you were having trouble getting out of the hospital. So I guess I kind of didn't save you. Well, <laughs> my bad. Whoops. You know what Get else? You, you know what else the virus has done? The virus has turned us into, into peasants. Oh. You know, some people are saying like, "Oh, the virus has turned us into, you know, subservient government dogs or whatever." I don't know. I don't know what people are saying on Bill O'Reilly's show, but <laughs> one thing that it has turned us into is peasants. The other day. I traded my roommate a piece of chocolate for a couple Doritos. Wow. Because I hadn't had a Dorito in a month. 
And I was like, can I have one? I just want to taste it. I just want a little piece. I don't even need, I just need one. I don't even need the whole chip, just a piece. And then I told her, this was a meme I saw on Facebook. And it says the people that were suffering during the bubonic plague, there's more nacho cheese uh, nacho cheese blasted flavor in one Dorito than someone that suffered in the 191453 plague would have in their entire life. I said that really poorly, but I think you get what I was trying to say. Yeah. Well, we, we are spoiled with our nacho cheese. She gave me more than one Dorito, and then when she went to bed... I quietly went to the kitchen. I grabbed that bag of Doritos. I came into my room. I'm whispering now so she doesn't hear me. I shut my door and I had another chip. <laughs> the chip hasn't left you since. <laughs> I didn't even eat like I said like two more. It's like okay, that's good. I'm ready to move on. What's really fucking with me, man, is so. I don't really have a good sense of time right now because I haven't gotten to work since March 10th. Okay. It is April 14th today, I believe, or April 13th. It's it's Um, fairly, it's the 15th. Yeah, I was going to say. And that's fine because I like vacation. I did that in Minnesota where I took a month off, but I was able to go out and do stuff there. Now I'm inside. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Inverted Blade says they also make cool ranch Doritos with even more flavor powder now. Jesus Fuck. Christ. We'll show those peasants. Uh, so one of the ways that I've been able to tell time. With a watch. No, with porn updates. Yeah. Because every Wednesday, Bang Bros releases a Bang Bus episode. It's Are like, they still banging their buses amidst the corona? Well, presumably they have a, a back stock of videos. A lot of these porn sites film shit way in advance because it doesn't take a long time to make a porn <laughs> video. You could film like seven or eight of them in a day. They're all like 20 minutes well, long and there's very damn. minimal editing. Like, yo, how many videos we done made this week? Uh, about 60. My dick all civiled up, though. Can we take a break? <laughs> you know? Uh, there's porn fetish for that. There's a, I once watched one called I'm Mad at My Brother, So I Milked His Cock Dry Until He Complained. Is this a Japanese porno? It Let's is not. Um, I don't know. That's a pretty lengthy title. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because in the first one, he's like, Man, this is a great hand job. And by the end, he's like, oh, God, my dick. Please stop yanking. Please stop giving me a hand job. I've had <laughs> enough hand jobs. No more hand jobs. So, so on Wednesdays, Bang Bus comes out. And then on Fridays, there's a series called Blowjob Fridays. And that's how wow, whenever that doesn't even roll off the tongue. But, <laughs> but so when I don't have a job or I'm in between gigs or you know like maybe we're on vacation because it's Christmas time, 
That's always been a reliable way for me to know what day it is. Uh, but, yeah, I guess calendars are archaic when <laughs> we have porn. Well, I don't need to look at the calendar if I don't have anything to put on it, Ryan. The problem is, Ryan, and here's a big problem. Two weeks ago, they stopped doing Blowjob Fridays. Oh, my God. And How so, will we know? <laughs> I didn't know when Friday was. And I said to myself, well, at least there's always Bang Bus. Bang Bus is always on Wednesday, so I'll be able to recalibrate then. And then Wednesday came, and there was no Bang Bus. Wow. I don't know what to do. My Are whole sure world is falling. One of your nightmares, right? This is one of my nightmares come true. Uh, I'm going to talk about one more thing before we take a break. So, <laughs> another thing that happened. This is all these nightmares that I'm having. I woke up thinking I was being attacked by sound soldiers. What? Now, fighting people with sound is not an uncommon thing. It's uh, it's used in war. Uh, it's used as a method of torture. Yeah, but why you? Why me? Yes. I don't know. But I woke up to a terrifying sound. It was just a consistent... <sighs> and I thought, okay, well, people have talked about chemtrails. Maybe there's sound chemtrails. I don't know what's happening. I've lost touch with reality during the, the during the Rona. Okay. So the <laughs> I'm sitting up in bed um and I can't figure out where the sound is coming from. It's it's a consistent sound and it's if I move around in my bed, I can like it's almost like it's moving. <gasps> And I thought, like, I don't know, maybe my something might be wrong with my alarm clock. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe my uh, cat is on the computer and this is some sound that's somehow coming out of the speakers. Maybe my PS4 is making a weird noise and it accidentally got turned on. I don't know what's going on. And I'm looking around. I check my alarm clock. It's not coming out of there. I look down to see if my speakers are on. That's not happening. I can tell that the PlayStation 4 isn't the problem because I like when I move my head, I, my bed is elevated five feet. So when I look under my bed where my TV is, I don't hear the sound anymore. Wait, <laughs> your bed is elevated five feet off the ground? Yeah, I, I have a loft bed. It's okay. Dope. It's because I have a tiny room. And I wanted to have a TV and a couch in my room. And so I bought, I bought a loft bed and it's, it's raised five feet off the ground. Uh, it's great. Um, my friend, Matt, different Matt told me I was a moron when I bought it and then it wouldn't fit. And then when he saw it, he asked me, Oh, this is kind of cool. How much was it? So I'm very proud of my up bed. Gotcha. Well, so I noticed this sound and I, and I'm, I'm thinking back cause I know People use sound as a weapon sometimes. And <laughs> Rosa said there was an episode about the bed. Ryan doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, I remembered when I was working at a college. Sorry. I was working at a sound college. 
And one day I got an email. I was a part of the administrative team that recruited students. And I received an email through our recruitment form on the website where you can ask a question or whatever. And this email talked about how his neighbor was creating a sound weapon and he was going to attack him. Not the, the neighbor was going to attack this guy who was emailing me. He was concerned. And he said, my neighbor is creating a sound weapon and I'm, I'm certain that he learned how to make this weapon at your school. And uh, I need you to tell him to stop. And I don't know why I didn't save this email. Maybe I read it on a podcast like six years ago. Because this was a long time ago at this point. Uh, but I didn't save the email, unfortunately. But I remembered this man when I heard this sound. And I'm still like, I'm waving back and forth in my bed, trying to figure out the source of this sound, trying to figure out like where it moved in relation to where my head was. And then I realized, oh, my upstairs neighbor is vacuuming. They turned the vacuum off shortly after I had that revelation. I'm like, God damn it. Man, JP, you pretty paranoid, you know? Well, the issue is that I was still half asleep during all of this. So <laughs> that's, you know, uh, I don't know, man. So yeah, but your first, your first conclusion is sound, sound weapons. Weapon? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's crazy people outside my door, my window. Like the yesterday, some guy buzzed into our apartment. People just let anybody in here. Someone buzzed into the apartment. Someone that doesn't even live here buzzed them all the way in. Then he started knocking on people's doors and he's like, Hey, your headlights are on. And it's like, how do you know I even have a car? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Well, there's a car parked out front. Is it yours? Question mark. You know, and uh, well, I was telling my roommate, I didn't answer the door. My idiot, my idiot neighbor, who can probably hear me, neighbor across the hallway opens the door to this crazy person. He could have gotten stabbed. Dumb neighbor. But it's like, if you live in this neighborhood, you know that like the chances of you getting to park right in front of your door is just not, that's not there. So it's like, what makes you think that that was our car? Uh, somebody ran into a stop sign or a light pole right in front of my apartment one day. That was the most terrifying shit of my life because I'm sound asleep and I just hear that is, I'm going to have to replace that with a smashing sound. <laughs> that was just me slapping the microphone and it did not sound nearly as traumatizing as I thought it was going to. So imagine listeners, it's the theater of the mind. Uh, but I hear this big crash and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm being attacked <laughs> this time. It's by weapon weapons. Well, no one uses those. Um, I think I heard a car crash outside once. It's just like, not, I don't even live in a dangerous neighborhood. It's just very loud. There's one guy, I think he lives in the building or he's a friend of somebody that lives in the building. Sometimes he just goes in front of our apartment and just goes, yo, Yo. 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 He's not talking to anybody. He's just saying that to himself. 
and there wasn't was, trying to get anybody's attention. I don't know because for three days he did this every night. It's you know it's something. Yo yo, people are still like partying at three in the morning on our block, even though all the bars and restaurants are closed. I don't know where they're getting Ubers to. I live across the street from a car service, and like they're still busy at night. But like where? Where were you people, like, are, are there secret bars? I think there's secret bars. I've seen it on Instagram. Secret there are secret bars. bars. Some of these fucking bars are still open, and I'm coming for their children. Wow. Uh, so don't have any children bars. Uh, that goes for Roseanne Bar as well. I am going to come get your kid. Well, I mean, her TV children were awful. Yeah, well... Um, Ryan, I think it's time we take a break. It's been about an hour and 20 minutes. I need to pee. I'm going to replenish my beer supply. We need to do another shot. Um, so I'm going to play. I found, uh, I found something on face on Facebook on the internet. What do you call it? The internet? YouTube. Well, who calls it that? Nobody. (laughs) I found something called 27, 2017 Radio PSA Compilation. I don't know if these are good. Not really concerned, because they're going to get cut out of the final episode anyway. Here, well, I'm going to give you this for yeah. whenever you decide, like, Oh, to come it, back? I feel like, yeah, yeah. And I'm also this. Okay. So here's some PSAs for everybody. Final Fantasy IX Remix, courtesy of Ryan's uh, curation. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. We just did another shot of whiskey, so if you're falling behind... Um, two, two. Yep, that's on you. Cool. Well, that's that's a nice song. I like that we've been playing a lot of video game music lately. Well, I got to, bro. Don't worry. Um, so I didn't realize that those were all ads that I played for like some fucking high school. That's not creepy. Just play, yeah, I didn't play. listen. I went to go take a shit. So you managed to shit that quickly, bro. <laughs> if there was a shitting Olympics, I would be like at least a bronze medalist. <laughs> oh wow, Jesus Christ! Um, so we are still live on the Twitch TV and the YouTube. Uh, if anybody wants to do me a favor in the chat right now if you go to youtube and look up dead rat pizza you should be able to find the channel i just want to know that the youtube is working and if it seems to be at least comparable to the stream that you're seeing on twitch you don't have to stay there ryan you're in the podcast you don't have to do that (laughs) did you i can hear you hearing yourself now you're watching it god damn it Yep. Uh, just go in there and and uh, let me know that it works. Let me know that it's the same or at least similar quality, uh, and uh, I'll send you a beer. Wow, this is uh, um, at least a minute behind. It's a minute. Oh, a minute behind of us. <laughs> Matt says yes. it's up. Perfect. 
Yeah, I figured that the I'm not super worried about latency. Cause there's I don't have any control over latency. Nah. I can't uh Well, and it can't be that far behind because Matt already checked it out and said that it was up. Unless I said that four minutes ago. Uh, so you want to talk about some video games? It's video game time before I get too drunk. I got Final Fantasy VII, Ryan. But before we talk about Final Fantasy VII, um, that almost kind of sounded like a like the um, like a Bill Cosby impression. The thing you gotta know. Um, those didn't age well. Uh, no. <laughs> one thing that really annoys me about the PlayStation 4 inexplicably, do you you know when you go to settings, it always starts you in the middle of the settings? Yeah, I think. It's been a while since I fucked with the UI. It starts you on like your profile or whatever. But what's so bizarre about that to me is that so there's a dozen different settings. Why why don't they just put your profile at the top and start you at the top? Why does it have to be in the middle other than some bizarre aesthetic reason? Because I find I always have to end up scrolling up to get to the thing I want. Uh, Rosa said the bitrate on YouTube is a bit lower, but it otherwise looks good. Thank you. I may also have some control over that. Uh, that could be... Uh, a setting in YouTube or a setting in what do you call it? Uh, Restream or whatever the software is that I'm going to be using. Um, I'm also not going to be, well, no, maybe I will use YouTube for anime lockdown. If I can get this software to work reliably, what I plan to do is, is do Twitch, uh, YouTube and Facebook with Twitch being the end all, if everything dies, Twitch is going to be where it lives. And I'm going to try to make that as obvious as possible to people. Maybe I'll make a post about it or make a flyer. But I'm people asked me about streaming on other platforms. I want to try to facilitate that. But Twitch is always going to Twitch has been the most stable software that I've tested so far. So that is uh that's kind of I'm putting most of my eggs into that basket. Anyway, Final Fantasy VII. Um, you ever notice in video games how drinking doesn't make sense? Yeah, like you're at a bar and everybody's drinking milk? Man, like what? <laughs> there is that. No, so this happened in Final Fantasy VII and in Evil Within. It also happens a lot in movies. Um okay. And sometimes in stories in particular, there's a story that I, maybe I'll do a commentary of sometime called The Showers, and it's people not understanding how alcohol actually works. So in- Explain, JP. So there's a scene in Final Fantasy VII, it happens in the original game, it happens in this one, where Tifa gives Cloud a drink. And in the in the old version- it's been so long, I don't remember if he sips it, if he shoots it, whatever. The graphics are so bad, you probably can't tell. But in Final Fantasy VII <laughs> Remake, you can see Cloud full-on, like, just shoot an entire glass of bourbon. <laughs> Yo, bro, how do you know he's just not that real? <laughs> you know, he just really likes to party. And, <laughs> and Tifa is like, oh, you're already done? Let me make you another. 
Like, you are going to lose your liquor license. (laughs) But look, the man ingested a shitload of Mako, right? So, I mean, he can handle a little bourbon. You know, it turns out it's pronounced Mako. That blew my mind. Oh, yeah. Whoops. I was really upset about that when I played the demo. Oh, and you know what else? In the game, the first time they say Sephiroth, they say Sephiroth. And my I almost threw my controller. I was like, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Oh, I thought you were going to like kill the uh, people who got it wrong. <laughs> oh, no, I thought I was wrong. But then, then later on, they say his name again and they say Sephiroth. I'm like, okay, maybe they just didn't tell that guy how to say the name. I don't know what's going on. But no, Sectifa then makes him a fucking cosmopolitan, which cosmos are great. I don't care what you think. Uh, but to follow up a, shot, a glass of bourbon with a cosmo, it's a little weird. Um, but also, have you played the game The Evil Within 2? No. Did you play the first one? <laughs> nope. It's a really fun game. If you like survival horror games, if you liked Resident Evil 4 and 5... Uh, it's very similar to those games. Well, I do like those games. I think it might be the same director. I'm not sure. Uh, wasn't Kamiya inside of four? I have no idea. Just I'm I'm a bad video game boy. I don't know all the answers. Um, so in the Evil Within two, it opens up with the protagonist at a bar passed out at a booth with like four bottles of whiskey surrounding him. (laughs) Now on one hand, there's not many people that could drink four bottles of whiskey without Um, dying. (laughs) (laughs) He said bottles. I was thinking like bottles. Like, okay. (laughs) Bottles. No, I mean a lot of times when you're at a bar, if you get a glass of whiskey, they're just going to re-pour it in the same glass. You know, unless it's some unless you're changing drinks, if you ordered the exact same drink, a lot of bars will just pour it into the the same glass. Correct. Bottles, I'm saying. It might have been two. Even if it was one bottle. Let's say it was one bottle. I know it was multiple bottles though. He is passed out at his table surrounded by bottles of whiskey. And then uh somebody comes in and a fight breaks out. He wakes up sober. There's a sure. there's a few. Well, he wakes up able to speak. Let's say <laughs> there's a few issues with this. <laughs> there is not a bar in the world that is going to serve you that much alcohol. They're not going to let you sleep in the booth. <laughs> I love you, JP. You're this fucking bar purist. Like you fuckers don't know anything about drinking. Get out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like the gun otaku watching Gundam. (laughs) That gun is totally unrealistic. A robot would never use a PP-7. I don't know if that's a gun. (laughs) I just said letters and numbers. (laughs) You know, like... But but, but if we get it, let's let's step out of the the realm of the bartender allowing them to drink that much and letting them Uh sleep. Because anything can happen. Their tab would have been $700. It's maybe the character's right. You know, most bars will charge you 4 to $5 for a shot. 
I don't know how many how many shots are in a liter. Let's look up how many ounces in a liter. Ounces in a liter. Uh, thirty three. Let's see, thirty three, and let's round it up to thirty four because it's thirty three point eight. Thirty four yeah. times four. Oh fuck my ass. Thirty four. Uh, One hundred thirty six. Um, Did you just do that math? I think that's it. Did you do that in your head? Yes. Nice. It is 136. That's incredible. So he had at least three bottles. That's a $400 bar tab. Now, any <laughs> respectable bartender is going to give you a couple on the house. So let's say it's <laughs> let's say it's 250. <laughs> you still got to tip the bartender. <laughs> what a city bar patron, am I right, guys? <laughs> Inverted Blade said the same shit. That was your takeaway from the Evil Within 2? <laughs> you know, I worked on a movie called Someone Great where the main characters just rip shots for the entire film and do blow and do molly. It all takes place in about 12 hours time. They are wow. fine and coherent the entire movie. So I'm just okay. saying, like, you listen to this podcast and I have four beers and two shots and I can't talk. You know, let's put two and two together. Final um, Fantasy Seven. Yeah. So we talked about uh, the demo either last week or the week before. This is two weeks ago. And I said that I thought the boss, the first boss was too easy. No, it was too hard. I said the boss was too hard. I said uh, it was yes. too long and it was too difficult of a battle. I'm like, yeah, I remember it not being that hard in the original game. Well, I, I played the original game the other day. Not all of it. I died my first try on the Scorpion. Wow. JP, it's really easy, actually. You just don't attack when the tail is up. Oh. That's what don't triggers go. the... Oh, no. The, the, it, Yes, he counterattacks with the attack that hits Barrett and Cloud, bro. Well, that's that's how I died. I was also uh, in and out of sleep as I was doing this battle. So, oh my god, <laughs> it, it he fucking tells you. I, I yeah, bet bro. he. I bet he does. I bet he does. Goddamn! Oh man. So this game is, you know, it 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 started off a little slow for me. Um, because, so they pad it out. They pad out what I, I think originally was like a four or six hour part of the first game into like a 30 to 40 hour <laughs> chapter of a game, which is funny because even though we know this as nerds that it's parts, there's no indication that this is part one of a multi-part game when you turn it on. And maybe they're just like lying to people. They think that there's some idiot out there that's like, I thought the last one was 14. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know which Final Fantasy is out now. Um, the last one that came out was 15, I believe. Uh, but, you know, maybe they're hoping to surprise people <laughs> that, it, that it's like, I don't know what's going on. Um, I guess that would be a more disappointing thing because I knew that it was going to be multiple parts. So I expected it to end uh, fairly early on. Uh, so one of the ways that they padded out is 
uh, they really expand the slums a lot. And it's, it's, it's actually really cool because there's one of the issues that I had with the first game and, and issues is maybe the wrong word. Uh, but one of the things with the original series is it's so cartoony that I, I had trouble really connecting how horrific some of the things that happened in that game are. You know, like when they blow up a reactor and it fucks up things in the town. You know, yeah. you, you go to the town and there's four people that live in the town. You're like, well, four people are going to be mad, but whatever. It's four people. <laughs> it's like our Legend of Zelda topic. Like, are there anybody that lives here, man? Yeah. And so, <laughs> uh, Rosa said, I once bought a bottle of Yag at a bar for shot price and it cost $325 in American bartender took the cap off the bottle and put a straw in it that is so baller <laughs> i don't think a lot of bars will even let you do that yet they got fucking i don't remember the name of the evil within guy but they let him do it four times um so one of the things that really helps make the game real to me was after you blow up that first reactor, you have to walk through the city that you just defected. Like, you just took power away from them or whatever. And, like, people might have died in what you did. And you see people in the street getting helped by paramedics and everybody's upset and they're scared and they don't know what's going on and you can hear all of them. And... You know, something similar happens in the original, but... I imagine the impact is different. Well, yeah, because they all <laughs> they all look like blocky and pokey, and like Cloud is so goofy looking, and he's just like, "I was in soldier, Meh. Uh, you know." Not and, and interested. It, it's just it's it's so much more real now that you can hear their like they wouldn't they put in so I haven't played a lot of modern RPGs, so maybe this is just normal now. So it's blowing my mind late, but they put so much attention to detail that you, as you're walking past these people, they all have unique dialogue. Um, they, there is even like a part that I played, uh, the last night where you're in the arena. Do you remember the arena from the original game where you have to like fight monsters? Well, it, I remember the arena in the golden saucer. That's close enough. Any arena. They have announcers announcing the arena like in a, like it's an episode of Baki the Grappler. And the motherfucker is wearing a lav mic so they can make sure to patch him into the sound system of the Coliseum. It's incredible. Oh, you. Oh, you. Oh, uh, Matt says that's like in Spec Ops The Line, also known as Speak Ops to He Line. <laughs> I don't remember why I called it that. Uh, where you control the white phosphorus and then you have to walk through the aftermath. Yes, it's it's very similar to that, but at a larger scale. They make the slums so large you can get lost in it. Like if you don't use your map, which you can turn off, I don't recommend it. If you don't use your map, you are getting lost in the slums. Well, I could see you getting lost. And uh, so that's part of how they pad it out is there's multiple... There's two... So far in the game, there's three kind of quest maps uh, that you go in and then you have additional quests in those areas and so you meet the people that live in the town and uh, you know at first it was a little weird for me it was kind of slow because I just wanted to get going with the original plot but 
I, I really got into exploring and seeing just how much care they put into making this world more real. And I, and, and it, it made the story to me, it makes it more impactful. So like in the original game, the people that go with you to that first reactor, they're kind of throwaway characters. Each of them have what, maybe one line. What big Sessian weds? Yeah. In this game, you actually get to know them. And like you have like long conversations with them. And I think that's you great. Do, you don't remember you talk to them at least Jesse a lot. You talk to Jesse a lot in this game. Yeah, because um like when you're on your way to blow up the next reactor, you know how you're on the train and then you guys got like bail from the train? Yeah. That's a thing in the game and it's like Yeah, that that happens in this game as well. They, they hit all the same beats, but there's more stuff in between those beats. Um, Rosa said <laughs> they got kicked out in freezing New Year's morning and had to wait an hour for their jacket, and the wardrobe guy storm stole your expensive sunglasses. That fucking sucks. Um, but yeah, just the original game was so comical that like, I never really thought Cloud was a badass in the original game because you're like this goofy looking dude and then you go off to Walmart and put on a dress and try to fuck Don Corneo and that's funny. But in this game, he's like a hard ass. And so it's even funnier when you put on a dress. Have you watched Advent Children? I have. And I never really got... It it was always so funny to me how they made Final Fantasy VII gritty after how goofy the video game was. Uh, Well, I understand your takeaway. I mean, I also knew what the game was trying to convey to me, so I... I was a moron. When did you play the game? Do you remember how old you were? Yeah, I do. I was like 12, 13. Okay, so we are the same age and I have no excuse. So, one thing that that I think is interesting, so, like, now that I'm seeing this world for real for the first time, clearly Final Fantasy VII takes place in a universe that is technologically advanced enough where they should have social media. They do not. But in the movie, Cloud has a cell phone, so we know they at least have cell phones. So far in this game, they do not. I'm almost done with the game. There are no cell phones. Mm, so you don't know the shit that happens at the end. There's a cell phone at the end of the game? No, I just... Oh, I was I've, wondering... I've heard there's a weird twist at the end of this part. I don't know what it is because I haven't beaten it yet, but I've heard that some people are upset about it. I don't think I'm going to care either way because I'm just having fun. And if you know, even if I hate it, the original game is still untouched, and I can still play that. Yeah, I know. Um, I've never been one to get mad when people mess. Like, I've I've heard some things. I'm gonna find out for myself and form my own opinions. But I'm not gonna go and write some angry hate blog about how they ruined Final Fantasy VII because I do not care. <clears throat> Uh, but presumably they would have social media in this world. Maybe they do now that Ryan's implying they do. Um, okay. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm imagining cloud on Facebook when he meets Jesse and he's just like, Oh man, I just met this girl and she's great. 
and I could see like Tifa <laughs> commenting like, what the fuck, dude? And then Cloud like a couple weeks later, like, ooh, I made a mistake. And then, you know, once he's done grieving Jesse, he, he meets Eris. He's like, I met a new girl and she's great. And man, Tifa's like, for, this- for fuck's sake, man. Cloud wouldn't do any of that. Cloud wouldn't fucking care about social media. Did What's you- so funny? Yeah, Cloud, Cloud wouldn't have a Facebook. Yeah, that's... No. I just... It's so funny. This game is so horny. Every woman that Cloud meets wants his dick. Even Don Corneo wants Cloud's dick. I don't know if there's... Because mu- I know in the original game he could pick any girl. He picked me, Cloud. And he wanted it. Well, and then when he found out Cloud was a dude, he was still like, eh, <laughs> I could go either way. In the original game, depending on how well uh, you get Cloud's dress, he picks you always. Yeah, I think it's similar because there are multiple dresses from what I read on walkthroughs. I The, pa- the way that they do the paths in that section is kind of unclear because it has to do with like what materia you have equipped and there's a couple um, speech trees or whatever you call them, dialogue trees that you have to do in a certain way and how many rupees you have at certain points. It's it's a little more confusing in this one. Uh, but somehow I ended up getting uh, picked. So that was great. And everybody the whole aside, time? Yeah? No, I was just going to say, aside from... Uh, Winning the mini games at the highest level, there's only one. Well, there's like three dialogue choices where you pick your dress when you're talking to the dressmaker in the bar. I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, in this one, there is. I think it has to do because there's two different people you could do your quests with. So, depending on how you answer a dialogue tree, that will pick who you do quests with, and that will impact which dress you will get. And then there's like a dance contest that you do. And I think if you win the dance contest, you get more points. I don't know. It's one of the most ridiculous sequences I've seen in a while. Very, very funny. Uh, What? I think I had another thing written down, but I, I'm, my notes are a little all over the place. Uh, Also video game logic is something I wanted to draw attention to. I think it's really funny because there's parts in the game where you're, you're playing in the sewers as you did in the original game. And all of these areas are seemingly abandoned and yet they have running power and like lights that work (laughs) and you're able to walk and everything's pretty clean for the most part. And then you manage to find a, uh, Fully functional, well-stocked vending machine. Conveniently right before a boss battle in the abandoned tunnels. And it's like, who stocked this vending machine? A hobo. I guess. Gently, a kind and wise hobo prepared for you an area of respite. Well, somebody even says in the game, like, man, no one's been here for years, decades maybe. And yet, there's plenty of elixir in this vending machine. I guess because no one ever bought them. Um, <laughs> Bob! Uh, this this actually makes me kind of want to play other Final Fantasies. 
Because I gave up after 10. You know? Don't, don't, don't. Okay, look. (sighs) There's been, what, like three that have come out since Final Fantasy VII? What am I going to do, Ryan? Not play two of them? Why would you... No, man, the only good games, the only good Final Fantasies, you, you don't... Lightning Returns. Nope. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Is, it, is the combat really that fun? I don't... I don't love the combat, but I love everything else, and it's helping me reconcile with live combat. Because uh, that's been my biggest issue with the direction that modern RPGs have gone in. Uh, Paper Master says 12 was kind of fun. Wasn't 12 an MMO? Am I crazy? No, 12 was um, with Vaughn, Balthier, Fran, the bunny girl. You say um, that like I like I want to say, oh yeah, that one. Uh, Inverted- there was uh, a return to Ivalice. Inverted Blade says 15. What, what's that one? Is that a... That's the one where four guys in a car go on the road trip. Nice. I'm in. I, I I've been having a good time. I uh, maybe I'll play Tales of Asperia again because that just came out on the PS4 like a re-release of it, didn't it? I wouldn't say the word just. I actually played it on the Switch and oh, it's on the Switch. The hell out of that. Yeah, nice. It's on the Switch. I, it's a uh, really fun, really good game. I had the, I have it on Xbox 360, but at this point it's been probably five or six years since I played, so I should probably start over. Bruh, this is the definitive <clears throat> edition. You got stuff that was never made, never made it over overseas. There's like a pirate girl. Oh yeah, but that's not the only thing. There's also another character whom you weren't able to play as before who is now a permanent party member. That's good. The the other thing that's funny about this game, and maybe this was also present in the original, Cloud is a fucking genius for somebody that was just a soldier. They also call him Soldier Boy a lot, which maybe they did in the original, but it's funny because now Soldier Boy exists as a rapper. Uh, Cloud knows fucking everything. Well, because like every time you go into a reactor or you run into a piece of technology, Cloud is like, oh, this is the reactor core generator switch. Um, you see that meter? If it gets into the red, it might blow up. If we keep it in the yellow, it'll be safe to cross this bridge, though. But the bridge has a special mechanism. We're going to have to do some mini game to make it work, but I think you're up for the challenge. Let's go. I'm soldier. He, who, who does he fucking say that to? Huh? Everybody. It's so well, ridiculous. I got news for you. That did happen in the earth. God damn it. There's, some of these mini games are so bad. I got really addicted to darts. If anybody played darts, that's a lot of fun. Uh, but there's like some of these... There's a there's a mini game you had to do where you have to hit switches at the same time in synchronicity with Tifa. It is so fucking hard to nail that. And every time you get it wrong, she's like, "Come on, I thought you were in soldier." And it's like, "I wasn't soldier." That was the thing in the original too, yeah. Oh, it was the worst. Yeah, uh, cuz you're like everybody's swinging their arms down on this vaguely defined <laughs> upset. It's awful. 
And uh, there's one where Tifa and Aerith, Aerith have to. It sounds Whatever. like I'm saying Aerith with a lisp, but that's how they say it. Aerith, I believe. Uh, there's a thing where you have to like make this gauge get bigger, and then you have to hit a button in time to get in the gauge. But the the target area is so small that it's like who who do you think is gonna get that? I'm not getting it. I don't know. Fucking. Final Fantasy VII, you're a very good game, but also you need to get off my dick once in a while. Well, I kind of want to play the original. Yeah, I, I, I restarted my Vita so I could do that. Because I haven't played my Vita in a long time, and when I booted it up and the song was like, I'm like, the Vita was perfect. Yes, it was a good machine. It's the ultimate machine, and it was it was sullied by its overpriced SD cards. Fucking pri- 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 proprietary. Proprietary. So I have to pee again, Ryan. Uh, I'm going to skim the outline. I bet you I've got at least a half hour more of stuff. Wow. I Oh, we have to give uh, e-girl recommendations. That was a... Uh, that was something that somebody asked for, Sean Ryan, uh, my arch nemesis. Um, okay, sure. Ryan, don't act like you don't have a list of jackable ladies at the top of your head. <laughs> uh, do they have to be real? I don't think he cares. Uh, <laughs> what else do I have in here? We have the other dead rat pizza that we could take a look at. There's another one? Oh, yeah, I told you all about the other dead rat pizza. Um, I, I remember this vaguely now. Let's see. I, I can talk more shit about Be Scared because I know everybody likes that. And then uh, some more video game talk. So lots of really exciting stuff for everybody. Uh, I, I got to find out what I'm going to play during the break. It's probably not going to be good. None of you are going to like it. What if I... Do you remember when we used to do skits at the end of episodes? Yes. I remember <laughs> Kuwabara Burger mostly. <laughs> I bet I could find Kuwabara Burger. Let me go into KNO Radio. Somebody reminded me that KNO Radio existed because you know, I would never forget KNO Radio. I still think about bringing it back every once in a while. <laughs> For the one person that listened to KNO Radio. Let me see. It, I believe it was in a folder called... Oh, is it in the best of? Maybe under clips? Did I name it Kuwabara Burger? Oh, it's called Skits. I think it was the first Coke party we did. Maybe. <laughs> the, the bit that I stole from Jake and Mike VGS. Although he did say I could have it. Uh, oh, it does say that somebody's watching us on YouTube now. It's me. I'm. Oh, you still have it open? Yeah. Nice. So, uh, I have to say, uh, this this new setup it is a little complicated. I'm really happy with how this chat's working. This is the first time the Twitch chat has ever worked for me. So I'm thrilled about that. I can actually see what people are saying. Uh, the uh, multi streaming seems to be stable so far. I haven't seen it kick out. Nobody in the chat has said that it died out yet. 
So that's really good. Uh, but you are going to listen to this skit that me and Ryan did in uh, 2015. Cheers, everybody. So I didn't notice it until you just pointed it out, but Ryan sent me a shirtless picture in the Discord of him holding a microphone. That is, that has to be an old photo. It is, yes. Uh, Because you don't know where your microphone is. Nope, but amusingly, that is a picture I took while doing a podcast with you. Nice. Uh, and, um, yeah, I don't know why I took it, but there it is. Why? I put out a tweet petition for you to find your microphone, and a bunch of people were like, yeah, Ryan, you should find your microphone. Do you know if you even still have it? Is this an easy-to-find oh, item? Oh, I'm pretty sure I still have it. Because <laughs> I thought... I- I thought about just buying you a microphone, uh, but I, I don't have an income right now, so I can't really do that. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, Ryan. If I was going to send you a microphone package, it would probably cost about $300. Wow. You definitely don't have to do that. Um, well, it's not happening today because I don't have a job. Uh, but uh, for anybody interested listening to the podcast, what I would send Ryan is an SM58, a Focusrite Scarlet 2i2, a pair of 7506 uh, Sony headphones, probably a Mogami cable 15 foot XLR. Oh. And uh, I don't know, like a drum kick mic stand. They're like 15 bucks. That is a bulletproof podcasting kit. Um, it costs, you know, probably three, probably about $300 would be my guess. Uh, but if you buy that, you're going to sound excellent. You're going to sound better than anything I did in the early days. Um, You've got to sound great. And it's easy to use because the Scarlet is just there's two places to plug your microphone in. You really can't fuck that up. Because I remember I the thing that you got, it had all those extra, like, I know what the knobs do, but I had to tell you over over the Skype how to how to configure it, and it took forever, and then it didn't work, and it came with, like, multiple parts. It was really annoying. Yeah, um, it's a mixer that I came with, and I don't know what most of those knobs do. Well, it wasn't just a mixer. It was a mixer plus another thing. Because I, I remember it was, like, an, a mixer, and then you plugged the mixer into a thing that interfaced with the computer. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's just like whoever designed that, maybe it was Behringer, really didn't have the amateur podcaster in mind because a lot of people that are going to be buying a podcast studio, which is what it was called, they don't know what all that shit does. Nope. (laughs) You know, like that's a really complicated setup. For somebody that doesn't know, like, the difference between a dynamic and a condenser microphone. 
So uh, I am the audio boy. I haven't updated my Soundrat blog in a while because I've been putting together a fucking anime convention. It's been a lot of fun. Somebody texted the uh, Facebook page during this and asked what it costs to go to anime lockdown. And uh, yeah, it does not cost any money to go to anime lockdown because even if I wanted to charge people, there is no way to enforce that. You know, like, how how are you going to enforce a live stream? You can't have a... Is it possible? Can you have a pay-only Twitch account? I feel like this is a possibility, certainly. I know that people have paid subscribers, but I don't know if you can put Twitch behind a paywall. Maybe you can. But I just, like, no. It's, it's a free event. We're going to have panels for three days. It's going to be cool. Um, I don't know if any, everybody that listens to this likes anime, but we've got panels. We've got multiple panels about giant robots and super robots. We have a history of Shonen Jump panel. We have a panel about the anime business called Otakonomics, which I think is going to be cool. Uh, we have one on fetishes in hentai. Yeah. We have a Go to Guy panel. We have a heavy metal and anime panel. We have a wrestling and anime panel. Uh, we have, there's somebody that wants to do an anime trivia panel. Uh, that could be really cool if people participate. Uh, what else did we get? We've got animator showcases. We have a couple Pokemon panels, like one about the biology of Pokemon and one about like uh, the more frightening, darker side of Pokemon. Oh, like S was in a coma at episode one. I mean, I don't, I don't know everything that that panelist is going to talk about, but, uh, a few people haven't submitted their panels yet. That could be one of the people that just submitted now. I know somebody wants to do a one piece panel because they just caught up. (laughs) That could be prodigious. Uh, there's a Gundam panel that someone's going to do. Um, someone's going to do one on, uh, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club, which I think could be interesting. I don't have a choice. I have to listen to all of them because I'm, do you know what I'm, that is? it's a dating sim where people kill themselves, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I don't know a lot about it, but I, I've heard the name before. Uh, but it's, it should be a good time. I have to listen to everything cause I'm the one running the audio and I'm running all the visual aids. Um, should be a good time. I don't know if I'm doing anything yet. I mean, I'm going to be, I'm doing opening and closing ceremonies and I'm going to be interacting with people in between panels, but I haven't officially signed up for a panel because I just didn't think it was fair. I'm going to wait to see if there's any openings and if there are openings, then I will reassess that. Uh, or if somebody wants me to be on their panel, then I'll join them. Uh, but it, it should be a good time. Rosa said, I have everything for podcasting except a mic. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Everything for podcasting except a mic. I can't figure out a reasonably priced mic that is not shit. That is a great, you know, a lot of people I probably think care about me answering that question on this podcast. What do you consider reasonably priced? And I can answer that question for you. Uh, I assume that means you have headphones and you have an audio interface already. Um, but $80 and yes. A used SM58. 
you could probably get for 60 or $70. <laughs> it is the most common stage mic probably in the world. Uh, we used to use them for Whiskey Thursday. Uh, Tony's mic for Whiskey Thursday was an SM58. This is early, early Whiskey Thursday, not 2.0. Uh, but early er, Whiskey Thursday 1.0, uh, Tony was on an SM58. Um, on Whiskey Thursday 2.0, Tony was on an SN, SM7B. That is what I'm using now. That's what everybody on the show uses now if they're in studio. Uh, I used to use a PR40 from a company called Heil. Uh, they're a little bit more expensive, but they sound pretty good. I know. You're going to make a Hitler joke? I already did. Let's move on. <laughs> Heil makes great mics. Um, I just, the problem with my current apartment situation is that whoever wired this apartment fucked up and certain microphones pick up the electrical signal. And so when I use my Heil mic, there's a really loud hum in the recording. I know that field. When I, um, my house, uh, my my grandfather, he he decided to undertake the electrical wiring of this house himself, and did a real piss poor job of it. So I got some outlets that don't work, and some outlets that just output way too little. Nice. And some outputs that put out too much, and if you plug anything into it, it will explode. Rosa says to get ferret beads. Yes, that is a, an option. But also, I already bought this microphone, so I'm kind of over it. Um, plus, I can do the uh, the mic flag that you're seeing in the chat. I couldn't do that before because uh, the microphone was a different style. I, I like this. I Visually, I like this a lot. So, uh, But that's enough about microphones. If you're going to do a podcast, um, don't. No, I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of money in, in equipment, even if you don't spend a lot. Uh, also, Blue, if you want to do a podcast, makes uh, decent USB microphones. The Yeti and the Snowball are good if you know how to use them properly. So, Ryan, uh, I'm at the point of the show where I'm probably going to stop to pee more often than usual. I know that's cool. your favorite time. Uh, but, oh, yeah. Blah, blah, but let's... Blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no Keep what's going? happening <laughs> sorry the last shot of whiskey just hit me really hard so i'm looking at my notes um <laughs> let's talk about i got this i'm gonna see if i can share this image with you in the discord um it's a picture of my penis and i want you to tell me if it's a good angle all right is this for uh, smalldongs.com? Yeah, it's for smalldongs.smalldongs. So, Only for the remainder of this year. Oh, I didn't even read the whole thing. So this is something I saw on Twitter today that, you know, it's like when I see these things, I think, oh, that's a stupid clickbaity thing, but then they always end up making really good podcast fodder. You may resurrect five video game franchises for the remainder of this year. Choose wisely. And on this list, there's Ape Escape, F-Zero, Wario Land, Billy Hatcher, Jack and Daxter, Earthbound, Knights, 
Jet Set Radio, Sly, Banjo-Kazooie, Pac-Man World, Rhythm Heaven, Parappa the Rapper, Punch-Out, Chibi-Robo, Advance Wars, Klonoa, Conquer, and Golden Sun. Now, some of these, I thought, had fairly recent games, so maybe I'm wrong. Well, um... Hmm. Did Golden Sun not just... Oh, I'm thinking of Fire Emblem. Yeah, you were thinking of Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem is not dead. Golden Sun needs to come back. Didn't Banjo-Kazooie just have a a game come out, though? Oh, or was that Crash Bandicoot? Fuck me! Well, they had the Crash Bandicoot um, games. Like, they packed them up and re-upped them or something. I feel like the stakes on this are too easy five games i don't think i can pick five of these games the thing is i haven't um, played five of these games oh wow well oh dear see it's easy (laughs) it's ape escape golden sun and then well actually (laughs) i think three games is gonna be a little harder to do um, yeah, five. I don't really care that much about five. Like, I don't care about Sly and Cooper. I don't care about Jack and Daxter. I don't fucking care about Pac-Man World. I don't even know what Klonoa is. Well, Klonoa is understandably more of a niche platformer. Um, and Chibi and Robo? Game. Wasn't that like one game? Conquer? Wasn't that also one game? Nah, Conquer has like two or three. I games. guess so is Billy Hatcher, and that's gonna be one of my picks. I don't know. I, I like I'm sure Billy Hatcher was only one GameCube. Yeah, so I guess I'm falling into my own thing. Matt said Banjo Kazooie were in Smash, and also said Parappa and Jet Set. So I'm gonna say we pick three. Uh, my uh, Billy Hatcher, I'm gonna have to pick. Why? Uh, you know, I bought Billy Hatcher. In a demo, not a demo, in a bargain bin. That was when I was bargain bin gamer guy. Because I just, I didn't have, like I worked at McDonald's like two days a week. And I just couldn't afford to buy full price games. And so most of the video games I would play, I would get at the Walmart bargain bin. Now, I obviously can't speak for every Walmart because I haven't been in every Walmart. But at the Walmart that I went to in Buffalo, Minnesota, at the time... There was this giant, like maybe five by five, uh, like bin just filled with games. They weren't organized in any way. So it was like somebody just dumped a box into there. And so they would usually be like 20 bucks or 15 bucks. They were, they were less than $30 a piece. And so I would spend a lot of time digging through this, uh, inventory to try to find the game that I wanted. And that's how I got a lot of my early uh, video games. And even into my Xbox era, that's how I got a lot of games. That's how I got Lost Planet, Gears of War 1, Portal, The Orange Box, uh, Condemned I got in the bargain bin, I believe. Uh, But also Billy Hatcher. I played a game called Scaler on the PS2 that I got in the bargain bin. Way of the Samurai I got. And, it, 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 you know, like, the, the thing with the bargain bin is you never knew what you were going to get because it was always just, like, bizarre shit. Like, yeah, sometimes you eat Gears of War, and you know what Gears of War is. 
but Gears of War came out seven years ago. Now it's in the bargain bin. Uh, but but you'd get games like Scalar where you're like, I don't know what the fuck Scalar is, but it's five dollars and the artwork is kind of cool. Sorry, uh, dude. And that was Billy Hatcher for me. I had heard of Billy Hatcher. I think the GameCube had already died at this point. Maybe not quite. I guess the Wii wasn't out yet, but the GameCube was on its way out. Yeah, the Wii. What a great system. I liked the Wii. You know, I I had a good time with the Wii. I didn't have a good time with the GameCube. I didn't really... I didn't have any money, and so I couldn't buy video games. So the only games I had was, like, Wind Waker. That might be it, man. (laughs) I think I had a Wind Waker machine. I had Twin Snakes. Did you play Twin Snakes? Yeah, I beat Twin Snakes, and I had Billy Hatcher that I got for uh, very cheap. I had the Zelda Smash Pack that came with the GameCube that I finally sold for like $50. Cool story. But I really didn't have a lot of it. I had Baten Kaitos, which I thought was a terrible game because I had to be smart to play it, and I'm not. That's true. Uh, But Billy Hatcher, I really enjoyed. I don't remember a lot of... It was just like a puzzle platformer where you hit people with an egg. (laughs) <laughs> like I don't I don't know much more about it than that but I know I had a lot of fun I played it a lot I got obsessed and then I stopped playing because I got stuck and what's strange is that it never occurred to me to just look up a, a walkthrough at this point because that's something that I used to do with Zelda and it's something I do now but it like during the Billy Hatcher era I didn't think like, man, how do I get this egg to hatch? Yeah, we we were all asking ourselves that question every day. I guess I didn't love him enough. Nope, you R- didn't. Ryan, what's your first game? Oh, oh, oh! Oh, you already picked right. some. You said Golden Sun, Ape well, Escape. Well, okay, first uh, my, I immediately jumped on Ape Escape because it was the first one there. Uh huh. Man, you you you're like miles away while I'm talking, aren't you? Miles away? I've never played Ape Escape, but I'm here. All right. Well, I'm pretty drunk, Ape but es- I'm here. Ape Escape. <laughs> I mean, it's a very it's a very simple game. You 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 got your guy, and you know you gotta go catch apes, and you go from level to level, where they like, okay, you have to catch three of the five monkeys that are running around. Okay. And the gimmick is, as you progress through the game, you get different gadgets that lets you do different things, access different parts of other levels, and ultimately allow you to catch all the monkeys. And aside from being like really frustratingly, uh, annoyingly hard in some parts, mm-hmm. it is a game I have very fond memories of because I played... Ape Escape, firstly, like on a demo disc, a lot. Okay. And I mean a lot, a lot. Even though there's only two levels, I loved it. Dude, I did that on PlayStation all the time. Yeah, I know. We, You and I, we got that together. So uh, I get the game, and I love the visuals. It's uh, very anime, cartoony Um Actually, if I remember correctly... 
the characters kind of looked like only slightly better than the blocky uh, Final Fantasy Seven nice. dudes. Yeah, but um, I just the apes were cute too. I don't know. It, it was it was really good fun. Just you know, chasing after the monkeys and seeing how they interacted with the level. Because they were like hyper-intelligent monkeys is the thing. So you had to like play, use your gadgets wisely to outsmart them. I don't know how I never played that game. Um, I mean, I've always heard of it, but it's never, I've never had an opportunity to play it. Oh, well, you, you missed out, brother. Uh, it's interesting that you mentioned playing a demo multiple times. I know I've talked about this before. I've talked about it multiple times over the year. Uh, but when I was like 13, my sister got a PlayStation for her birthday, which is weird because like she was never that into video games. But also maybe it's because I always stole her video games. Uh, God damn it. You, you, just, you get stolen from and you steal. But we had this demo disc for PlayStation that I would play for hours and it had a few things on it. It had a metal gear solid demo on it that I would play multiple times because I was really bad at it. Yeah. Same. I think it might've, it might've even been a time demo and because I was, a lot of these demos were timed. It wasn't just like play the level. It was like, you have 15 minutes. Yeah, they had, that was, that was a real gimmick, which Always got me wondering, what was the actual farthest you could possibly right? go in that time limit? I think I was able to save the, well, save the DARPA chief. I got to the DARPA chief. I know that. But that's not that far into Metal Gear Solid. Uh, no, but that is moving pretty quick. I mean. I think I got to him. Uh, maybe I didn't. I'm remembering that I got to the DARPA chief. Uh, but also there was a medieval demo on that, that I think was Ooh. also like 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, there, there was, was also some like Shinobi demo or something. You remember that one? I don't know if I, I had that. I'm talking no, about I, the I, same I, demo disc. Yeah, no, no. I remember. I, I know the demo disc you're talking about. Uh, there was a, there was a video about the Spyro composer on it and he also taught they also talked about like a hidden hidden gems in spyro there was a there was a japanese game on it which i think might have been baroque where it like you could play this roguelike but if you played the import demo you couldn't go back to the screen you had to reset your playstation and i don't know why that was the Japanese demo I remember was this like weird cooking game, but it was on a different demo disc. Yeah, that wasn't was... the one I had. I don't know why you had to reset the PlayStation. Like it must have done something internally. Uh, there was also there was like a racing game on it where you could destroy your car, and I would do that over and over and just destroy my car. <laughs> And maybe Cool Borders was on it. I'm I'm having trouble remembering the last uh, pieces, but I would play this fucking demo over and over and over. Whereas, like now, I could I could never. 
Although I kind of did that with Ninja Gaiden on the Xbox 360. I would play the demo a lot because the demo was really fun. But then when I got Ninja Gaiden, when I rented it, I was like, this game is not that fun. It's boring really quick. Because in, uh, in the demo, I think you're just overpowered and you, you get all your weapons. But when you actually play the game, you're kind of weak. Uh, and I think there was also some differences with the Final Fantasy VII demo versus the actual game. Um, well, I, I I don't remember that, but I know that the Final Fantasy VIII demo was wildly different. Oh, I never played it. I will say, uh, as I'm playing Final Fantasy VII, I keep thinking, God, I wish they do this. Wish they would do this with Final Fantasy IX. And I know it's not going to happen, but fuck, man. It's so fun walking around like Midgar fully realized. Like, there was a tweet where some fucking air conditioner salespeople were like, holy shit, even the air conditioners in this game are, like, realistic. <laughs> like, what a weird thing. Uh, but, you know, nobody really cared about 9 but me, so they're not going to do it. But one um, dream. I don't think that's true, man. I mean, I honestly... And maybe I'm a hater, but Final Fantasy VII never left the impact in me that it did with everybody else. I liked it, and I've always liked the game. I've replayed it a handful of times. But the hold that it has on people has never made sense to me. Because I always thought Nine was better. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know if it's just that people are still... You know, like how Aerith, I don't know if that's what it is for people because like, it's not inverted blood says love seven, hate nine. Um, Final fantasy seven is so weird and disjointed that it just like, doesn't make sense to me. And I, and I like how weird it is. But it's like even playing this this fucking remake, you got fucking super gritty, fucking cloud mercenary only cares about money, killing everybody that he meets. But you know, I might dress up as a woman for this, uh, you know, to try to seduce this guy. Why not? He's he's a fucking clown. I'll put on some pretty makeup. I don't care. And I don't, you know, like if you want to put on pretty makeup, but also be a stone cold killer, that's fine. But it just like doesn't make sense in his character that he would do that. And he does such a good job at it. They also very early in the game establish that you're not killing all these people. You're just knocking them unconscious, (laughs) which was so funny because you go and you fight all these soldiers and then Teeth is like, we better leave before they wake up. (laughs) No. Listen, man, I don't know about you, but if I hit somebody, like if I cut them with my sword and they disappear in like a red smoke, and it's like, yeah. I assume they're dead. Look, if anybody gets hit with a sword as big as my body, I don't care if I meant to kill them or not. They're done. Uh, I'm really drunk, Ryan. Yeah, I can tell. You're kind of um, dead. Actually. Yeah, well, that's what happens every week when we do this stupid show, The Dead Rat Pizza Boys. We never finished this video game thing. 
No, we didn't. But you sort of just took it another direction. I I would probably go Jet Set Radio for my next one. Although, did did, did they make a sequel of that? Or am I thinking Jet of Grind Space Radio Channel Five and Jet Set Radio? Jet, Jet well, no, that they, they just had different names in America and Japan, I believe. I think, no, I, I'm pretty sure they were different games. Are you sure? I'm I'm Please. fairly certain that Jet Set Radio was just called Jet Grind Radio because even in the game, it can't make up its mind. Well, all right, I think you're right, but either way. Fuck you. Oh, Matt said Jet Set Radio Future. I've never played it, but I'm down. I really liked that. I bought it. Uh, it was one of the first Dreamcast games I got. It was really, really hard. And then uh, somehow I, I don't know, I must have just sat down and learned the mechanics. And then I uh, became obsessed with the Super Brothers. Like the Mario? I think that is. on the Brothers? I think. Yeah, hooked on the brothers. That is, I believe, what that's a reference to. There's a song in it that's called like Super Brothers. Wubba dubba dub dub. That's my catchphrase now. Matt said Jet Set Radio was the Japanese name for Jet Grind Radio. What a bizarre name change. You know, it's one thing if you're like, you know what, Link to the Past. We're going to get rid of the crosses in this game. But grind and set, you know, those aren't really, it's not like jet set radio and jet grind radio. It's neither of those make any sense. Eh, I don't know. You got jets, you got grinding, you got sets, and there's a radio. Yeah, so. that's a fair point. What a, so anyway, what's your Golden second game? Sun. Golden Sun? <laughs> Yeah, because, uh, you know, I, have you never played, my dude? I have not. Is that, that's a strategy RPG, isn't it? No. Oh. Get out! Ah. Leave! <laughs> <laughs> it's a JRPG with a very interesting uh, battle system. Of course, I'm saying that, but it's still a turn-based largely. But they have um, these things you use called Ginny. Which um, you can equip to any character and access different abilities, but uh, you have to like either equip them and then set them to active or not active, and then you can like summon them to do major damage. And you can either like summon them or have the skills. Hmm. And then you, you got your puzzles where you use your psychic energy or whatever to solve the things i'm not i'm not doing it justice but it's good okay fuck you was that a ds game it was two game boy advance games and then they made a third game on the ds and we haven't seen anything else since Hmm. i look at this list and i honestly can't figure out a third I don't have strong feelings about any other game on here. I have strong feelings about F-Zero, but there's strong feelings of, like, rage. <laughs> Not liking it. I've played some of these. Like, I've played F-Zero. I played it on the Super Nintendo, but I think I only played it a handful of times at my friend Marcus's house 
like during a sleepover once. I played F Zero ZX right on the GameCube, which is I'm pretty sure the last console-based F Zero game to be released. And why I tell you I have feelings of raids is mostly because the um, story quests that you do uh, and like the Grand Prix, like at the highest, most difficult level is actually bullshit. Like the game actually will cheat if you are doing so like really well at any given moment so that you can never give yourself a, an advantage. It's, it's really, let's say you're in a race and you're doing really well. Like you, you, you're doing so well that you should theoretically be crushing the computer controlled opponent. Yeah. But then that motherfucker will just like, for no explicable reason, teleport in front of you. And now you got to try harder again because fuck you. Now, now you got to really buckle down and suck more dick than you ever thought humanly possible. That sounds rough. I uh, broke GameCube controllers thanks to that game. For real? That's funny. It's, I have not played most of these games. I am a fake well, gamer boy. Okay, well, it's like... Never played Sly Cooper, Jack and Daxter... Yeah, I don't think I've played either of those. Yeah, whatever. Conquer, I played the first game on the Game Boy Color. And oh, that, that was a game, Game Boy Color game? The original. Conquer, I thought that yeah. was... Oh, wait. So is that a game that they made adult later on? Yes. Oh, I only have ever known of Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Yeah, they took that and that's, made it really adult. That's funny. And then, you know, uh, the Conqueror on the Game Boy is, like, also another example of a really dumb, hard game. But more so that it's, like, they have these games that where you have to, like, mass the buttons in weird combinations on your fucking Game Boy. And it, I remember it hurting my hands a lot. And if you didn't pass these mini games, you weren't going to get shit done in the actual game. So I never finished it. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I'm looking at all these. I don't think I've, I've never played Rhythm Heaven, Pac-Man World. I don't even know what that is. Banjo Kazooie, I didn't have. I mean, I was really poor when all of the during this era, so I didn't have a lot of video games. I would get like one a year, and that's what I'd get to play. So uh, I'm gonna pick Parappa the Rapper. I don't know. I've never played it, but it had good commercials. Ryan, I have to pee. Oh. Uh, we need to tell uh, Sean Ryan who he should follow on Instagram. Okay. That's that's like our grand finale. That's going to be our swan song. Um, All right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. We still have the Dead Rat Pizza Kid, but he can, you know, he can wait. He's not going anywhere. He still has pizza rats to kill. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we are going to take another break. We'll come back. We'll talk about uh, half-naked women you can follow on the internet. Um, and uh, I'm not going to take a shot when we come back. But I also can't promise that that's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got to figure out um, what to play when we're on break. Oh, and Rosa also sent us something to read from PBS, I guess. Yeah, that's it. Cheers, everybody. This is what I wanted. So uh, when we were on break, the Dead Mouse masterclass I had tried to play. Have you watched any of these masterclasses, Ryan? I don't fucking watch ads. No, not ads. Masterclass. I don't. I don't know. His his ad for masterclass is really funny. It's like all the other master classes are like, I'm going to show you the best way to play guitar. I'm going to teach you how to paint so well, your mom's going to be like, that guy paints really well. Dead Mouse is like, who are these fucking kids think they are? Fucking Ableton Live? You fucking bitch. When I was a kid, I had to patch things in on my Euro rack like a man. Now you can just be like, and you just make a EDM track. Fuck you. I'm dead mouse by my master class. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, so before we get into the thought patrol, Rosa sent me this link. I, uh, I don't know what this is. It says, what sounds like fan fiction? What sounds like fiction, but is an actual real historical event? And uh, this is a little long, but I'm going to get through it. The moon landing, am I right, guys? Got him. Uh, It says, the marathon of 1904 Olympics in St. Louis. The first place finisher did most of the race in a car. (laughs) He had intended to drop out and got a car back to the stadium to get his change of clothes and just kind of started jogging when he heard the fanfare. (laughs) The second place finisher was carried across the finish line, legs technically twitching by his trainers. They had been refusing him water and giving him a mixture of brandy and rat poison for the entire race. Doping wasn't illegal yet, and this was a terrible attempt at it. So he got the gold when the first guy was revealed. (laughs) Oh, Lord. The third place finisher was unremarkable somehow. Fourth place was a Cuban mailman who had raised the funds to attend the Olympics by running nonstop around his entire country. He landed in New Orleans and promptly lost all the travel money at a riverboat casino. He ran the race in dress shoes and long trousers cut off at the knee by a fellow competitor with a knife. He probably would have come in first as well, second behind the car, uh, had it not been for the... Oh, no. Had it not been the hour nap he took on the side of the track after eating rotten apples he found on the side of the race. Yeah, that sounds good. Ninth and twelfth finishers were from South Africa and ran barefoot. South Africa didn't actually send a delegation. These were students who just happened to be in town and thought it sounded fun. Ninth was a ch- ninth was chased a mile off course by angry dogs. Note: these are the first Africans to compete in any modern Olympic event. 
Half the participants never raced competitively before. Some died. St. Louis only had one water stop on the entire run. This coupled with the dusty road and exacerbated by the car kicking up dust led to the above fatalities. And somehow rat poison guy still survived to get the gold. The Russian (laughs) delegation arrived a week late because they were still using the Julian calendar in 1904. Oh, what motherfucker. That That's wild. Um, wait, wait. This happened in 1904? Uh, yeah, 1904 Olympics. All right. I love how serious people take certain things and, like, this is our history. Uh, Matt shared a video about this marathon and then said to watch everything by this person. I don't know if we're going to watch this whole thing because I imagine it's, like, 20 minutes long. It's only two minutes long. Oh, no, that's how long the ad is. <clears throat> I am, I've am. i heard of John Boys. Yeah, this is 20 minutes long. We're not going to watch this. Uh, but for anybody that wants to, it's called Rat Poison and Brandy, the 1904 St. Louis Olympic Marathon uh, from John Boys on uh, YouTube. And Matt says that you should watch everything. Um, oh, <laughs> I never said the tweet that got retweeted by the thousand Twitter follower uh, retweet competition. You did not. The format is, it's a scene. Judge, how do you plead? Me. All I'm saying is don't call it a restroom if you're going to arrest me for sleeping in it. Judge, actually, it's a restroom. Me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shut <laughs> Oh, that's not even the best part. And then it says, A, resting officer. Wow. This, is this a joke you wrote yourself? <laughs> I thought about that one when I had a girlfriend and she broke up with me in the restaurant. That didn't happen. Uh, no. Neither me having a girlfriend or getting uh, allowed in a restaurant. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else, Ryan. Oh, man. I I never brought anything to the table. I'm just here to yeah, you talk never, about. <laughs> you never do bring anything to the table, Ryan. Why do well, I? I'm so- <laughs> Sometimes you request the In and Out songs. Yeah, <laughs> um, I bring I bring myself. I gotta go to bed. Hopefully, I don't wake up hungover because I have to do an interview in the morning for Anime Lockdown. Well, listen, there was a guy who I know personally who drank like five, six bottles of whiskey at a bar. And he woke up perfectly fine. And then he had a fight with a bunch of bunch of government officials. Yes. So good. Rosa said six seventeen. Oh, it must be six seventeen in Sweden AM. Jesus. Oh, so you're six hours ahead. You know, the person that I'm interviewing with is in Ireland. So they're only five hours ahead. Uh so they are traveling into the future to interview me. Wow. I wonder if, wait, no, you're traveling into the future, or are they traveling into the past? I think they're traveling into the, oh, God. 
I'm going to live in two time zones at once. I don't think I can handle this. You know, you do that, your body's going to be ripped to shreds across the time-space continuum. Oh, Can't no. recommend it, JP. Oh, no. It's going to be that sound from Rick and Morty. <laughs> yes. Did he also, just say that he loves lasagna? <laughs> I think he said, I love Obama. Fucking that dog episode. Yeah, that's what my I already mentioned it once. That's what my roommate was watching when I started the show. I was gonna say, um, if you if you have any more dreams that involve me, uh, I want to live. Thank you. Uh, you know, we don't know that you died. Well, we we don't know that I lived. So could you like, <laughs> picture me in a mansion? Like- I, yeah, that's fair. I am gonna find the most epic ending theme song we've ever known there's only what (laughs) no don't do that don't do what (laughs) what, do you think it's going to be Ryan's time I don't know what that is I said Nyan Cat oh Nyan Cat oh Ryan surely you remember Ryan's time (laughs) Uh, I don't need that (laughs) now I'm going to play the uh, I'm going to play the Baki ending uh, fucking this has been dead rat pizza fuck I haven't heard this song in a while god this song is excellent I wonder how many people liked whiskey Thursday and were like this fucking song sucks fucking weeaboo losers I don't imagine that there's anybody who listened to yourself who would be that aggressively against (laughs) against anime that is fair with how much we've integrated. When I first started Dead Rat Pizza, I was like, just telling Noel, like, look, anime can come up, but I don't want to make it about anime. Noel? Yeah. No bad Noel? Yeah. And now it's like, I just gave that up. Well, so this has been Dead Rat Pizza. I almost said Whiskey Thursday. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>